Other sports podcasts are not passionate about the sports that they discuss. As there's a drive in a deep left field, so it will be a home run, and so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Our podcasts have the most passionate individuals about the sports that they cover. There's no comparison. I mean, we're just going to go ahead. Mike Breen, tell him what happens when we throw it up. Bang! It's over! And that's a fact. TMD's two wheels. It's what you want. The following is a special presentation from TMB Studios. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special round number 15 for Chatter City Fire Up and absolutely on fire as we have gotten permission from Livewire Championship Wrestling here in Augusta, Georgia to document the Livewire wrestling event known as Final Encounter, which will go directly down the down the list of the matches. And once we do that, and again, we've got permission from Livewire management to do this, to help promote Livewire, and also this this will be also simulcast on the Shootout Podcast with host Bill Blanchard as well. So we're looking to have a dual simulcast here for Final Encounter, the October 24th Live Wire Wrestling event. And you know that... And we'll finish this up in a second after the national anthem here. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Blake Collins with Chatter City, round number 15, coming at you live. And with what we were talking about earlier, we have gotten permission from Live Wire Championship Wrestling to be here tonight to document the final encounter event on October the 24th in what could be an absolute blockbuster show. My name is Danny Meads. I am the chief This is Luke, this is Murphy, this is Cameron. We are people. We are fam- We have families. We have lives outside of wrestling. We're not competitors. No wrestler should ever put their hands on us. Going forward, Mr. Ryan Ray and I have decided there's going to be a five-point system put in effect. There's going to be increased fines, possible suspensions. If you're a title holder, you run the risk of having your title stripped from you for putting your hands on the ref. Sound good? After each show, I will be reviewing footage. Decisions will be made going forward. 
The abuse stops now. So with a major wrestling company having their hell in a cell very shortly here, only a day away from a major wrestling company putting on a hell in a cell, Augusta's own version of hell will be unleashed on Live Wire Wrestling here tonight as the main event for the first time ever to emanate in Live Wire Wrestling is a steel cage main event between Matt Sells going toe-to-toe with Jeremy Cruz, who is the Livewire Wrestling Championship. Now, there's only been a few steel cage matches in Augusta wrestling history. There's never been one. This is the first time it emanates in Livewire Championship Wrestling. So, it is sure to be a hell of a night in the first matchup. Well, all right, guys, we got a lot of business to get to. So, the heavyweight, live wire heavyweight champion Jeremy Cruz is in the ring. Let's listen and see what he has to say. I'll put that over there for you. Enjoy that later. Make sure it's after the show, though. Hey, Woo, boys, it's spooky season. Who's excited? Now, folks, I know it's a scary time of year, but fear not, your live wire champion is here, and he is not going anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jeremy Cruz with his posse, I've got this Matt Odom so and Blackwell, in the ring, known as the tag team known as Pretty Queer. So we're seeing what exactly they have in so, store for tonight. Said, I know the holidays are difficult for a lot of people. A lot of people get seasonal depression. So I'm going to give you something to look forward to. I'm looking straight into January of next year. Boys, we're going to start the year off with a bang. But look at all we've already done. Under my reign, the Livewire roster has never looked better. Never. I got the best two young protégés anybody could ask for. But of course, I had to look outside of this garbage bin area and go all the way to Arkansas to find some talent. So, boys, in the new year, Livewire is going to be bigger. It's going to be better than it's ever been because nobody knows more about making Livewire great again than I do. The essential champion, Jeremy Cruz. One more time, there you go. So, just like Donald Trump wants to rake the forest, I'm going to start raking the forest around here. And we're going to start trimming the fat where people are pulling their weight the least. And that would be the zebras.
one of the most technically gifted and technically sound athletes and wrestlers Livewire Wrestling has in Jeremy Cruz. So you best mind your P's and Q's, count to three, and do your job while you still have one. I don't know if threatening the ref would be a good idea, but that go seems to be the tactic that Jeremy Cruz is taking right now. And then once we're done with the officials, we might move on to maybe some ringside staff. Maybe, like, the Jeremy Cruz and the posse see a long distance, that's a long distance sight ahead of him looking into 2021 and a bright future for Jeremy Cruz and the posse. But it is also a grim future he is forecasting for the rest of the Livewire Championship wrestling locker room. Livewire Wrestling might want to be on guard looking after their backsides because Jeremy Cruz and the posse is coming to call in 2021. And they are looking to make bank and they are looking to be the last men standing here in Livewire Wrestling. Will 2021 allow them to do that? Now, all you have to do, ladies and gentlemen, now, is tune in your first to match Wire Championship Wrestling in 2021 to find out if that proclamation stands to reign true. refuses to say where he's from. He says he hates Augusta. Introducing AWOL. Now the first matchup of the night here in at Final Encounter for Live Wire Wrestling is a wrestler coming out by the name of AWOL. He looks to use his quickness and agility here. And he is rather tall. He looks to be about 6'6", six, 6'5". Six, six, and 6'4". He's looking to use some of that agility and quickness against his opponent. And his opponent from Charlotte, North Carolina. He accompanied to the ring by Steve the Sword. The hero of wrestling, Chris. 
ladies and gentlemen, his opponent we've seen here in Live Wire Championship Wrestling numerous times before. He is technically sound. He is the self-proclaimed king of wrestling and definitely of Live Wire Wrestling. And Chris Sower. Now, Sower is going to have to use a little bit of, will want to use a little bit of mental gymnastics and strategy over AWOL here to defeat AWOL in this match. But the question remains as the ring announcer leaves is right here with me as well. This matchup pits quickness and agility over smartness over being smart? Where's the... Get that... Over smartness and... Mental strategies to go along with it. So you'll see Chris Sower being a little bit, little bit methodical. Can AWOL counteract that? We will see. Chris Sower right now is playing to the crowd. Look to go for a. Car and elbow tie up. Too quick, sir. Too quick. Chris Solar ducks underneath and escapes the test of strength in the car and elbow tie up. The fans are clearly here supporting and amping up Chris Solar here to try to gain victory in this matchup. But will AWOL spoil those plans? for the fans. Get an arm arm ringer release here from Chris Sower. And AWOL definitely takes him up on that free shot that Chris Sower was offering him. As AWOL slips Runs up to the rope, slips down on the back on all fours of Chris Sower, and then runs right at Sower with a hip toss. And Chris Sower, after the hip toss, afflicted too. AWOL is in firm control of this matchup and clotheslines AWOL out of the ring onto the floor near the fans. Couple of shots by AWOL. Tries to get the advantage, but Sower doesn't allow him to as he gets a shot to the kisser here and a lethal chop to the chest there by Sower. And you can just hear the pain wrenching from the chest of AWOL off of that knife edge chop. And again, ladies and gentlemen, this is in a in the confines of professional wrestling here at Livewire Wrestling's Final Encounter event. 
AWOL. Ducks under the rushing Chris Sower to the post. Then he's using the shoulder that just rammed into the post as a launching pad to do more damage to Chris Sower's shoulder by injecting lethal doses of a shoulder ram into the posts on the outside. Now AWOL is back in authority in this matchup. One, two, and Chris Solar kicks out after a two count. Chris Solar is in a world of hurt right now and a world of trouble. Kenny muster up the strength to get back into this matchup. Couple of shots to the midsection here. AWOL responds with a massive boot to the face as Chris Sower crashes to the mat. And AWOL decides to test the arm of Chris Sower and to, to see if it can withstand the punishment that AWOL is delivering to it and wrenches the arm back to the mat, almost looking to break the arm of Sower, but he has him now in an arm triangle right here as Solar is battling back. Couple of shots to the kisser and Solar. Smart strategy there by AWOL. Follows that up with a clothesline by AWOL. Had Solar down for only a two count and mustered up the strength to kick out after two. But AWOL with smart strategy there. Solar went for a boot in the corner. AWOL countered it and swept the standing leg that was on the ground out from under Solar. And got him in that pinning predicament. But Solar was not going to go down without a fight. Now he's in a seated sleeper hold here. And Solar's fighting out. Couple of shots to the back and a suplex pins Sower to the canvas and the power of the Sower after that kickout was unbelievable at two. AWOL back Sower up into the corner. A hard shot to the kisser right there from AWOL. As he's looking to capitalize on the damage done to the arm and the back of Chris Sower. The King is not looking all too King-like right now. And a cocky cover there by AWOL with only two fingers pressed down on the stomach. Easily Chris Sower powered out at two and seven tenths. Now front face lock connects here with Chris Sower from AWOL. Trying to get a suplex on AWOL, but Sower blocks with a foot. And then counters that with a couple of shots, but AWOL gets the better of that strength. Right there. Pins again, two. Chris Sower is having to expend a lot of energy to kick out, which is very tactically smart and tactically serves AWOL well because you can spend a heck of a lot more energy kicking out and utilize a lot more energy than you want to trying to kick out. And later on in the match, that could serve you as a disservice if you are Chris Sower. So a very good tactic here by AWOL being enlisted. But Sower comes back with a snake eyes to the top of 
the turnbuckle, comes back with a splash, and then bounces his head up against the turnbuckle pad. And now, European uppercut delivered from Solar as AWOL eats that European uppercut. Chris Solar, Irish whip into, into the turnbuckle. Sweeping Pele kick in the corner there by Solar. Solar tries to get enough on that axe handle, but cannot sustain enough height on the jump. But he comes back with an eat defeat on Chris Solar. That is a foot to the mush as you're planting yourself on the mat here. It does more damage to the face of your opponent here in here in wrestling than it does to you. And he almost captured a three count right there. But AWOL has enough presence of mind to kick out. Chris Solar again tries to go with a close on the back of the head, misses. AWOL again with the snake eyes. And those starry, dicey eyes now are feeling the effects on Chris Solar and a clothesline to the back of the head by AWOL. The ref counts two, and somehow, some way, the testament of the resiliency of Chris Solar is absolutely phenomenal right now as he kicks out. He wrenches that shoulder up at two and eight tenths. Holy cow. That is absolutely phenomenal. And again, folks, this is round number 15 of Chatter City, and it will also be simulcast on the shootout, hopefully, hosted by Bill, Bill Blanchard. Now, that right there was a interesting version of a falling DDT or more commonly known as a sister Abigail and Chris Solar garners a victory garners a victory off of that sister Abigail type maneuver And Chris Sower, the king, reigns supreme with a victory here in Livewire Wrestling. And what an impactful match that was. Hard hitting. Very. Hard hitting and AWOL took some punishment. You have to give him credit for having the resiliency to kick out of some huge moves by Solar, but Sister Abigail was and just too much. It's a singles match with a 10-minute time limit. But that rampant, falling, kiss of death DDT got the best of AWOL. Yeah, and as we mosey along here in that final encounter, First man out in match. First man out in match number two. As you're hearing the arena music 
here at the at the armory. You're hearing the arena music play out. The entrance music for Buddy Calhoun. They get the fans on their feet. <laughs> but country boy Buddy Calhoun has a tough test against him. Antonio Morgan is definitely an anomaly to see here at Live Wire Wrestling. And if you're in the CSRA area, come on out and see him the next show we have. Because, ladies and gentlemen, this guy has a tremendous amount of talent. You want to see him get a little bit more seasoning under his belt in professional wrestling, but the talent from Antonio Anomaly Morgan is absolutely phenomenal and a really tough matchup for both competitors and both combatants here. As you've got a massive country boy going up against a strong man that has agility to him in Antonio Anomaly. Collar and elbow tie up here in the center of the ring. Both men not gaining an inch on this tie up here in the center of the ring. And again, folks, Live Wire Championship Wrestling has given us permission to do this to document what happens here tonight, and it is going to be a phenomenal night. Hell will be unleashed in the form of a steel cage match Nobody here tonight, one day before a major wrestling company unleashes Hell in their cell. Augusta's version of, of Hell will be in a steel cage match between Matt Sells going toe-to-toe -to -toe against Jeremy Cruz tonight here in the Live Wire Wrestling Ring. And nobody will do it again! Yep. A huge axe handle by the country boy Buddy Calhoun has the anomaly down. Can the anomaly showcase his, his skills here to get back into this matchup? Have to wait and see because right now, Buddy Calhoun is smothering the anomaly a little bit. But the anomaly tries to list, tries to lift rather, and utilize his strength capacity to elevate Buddy Calhoun up in the air, but he does not and almost breaks his back in the process. Iris whip into the corner and a huge, huge body splash into the turnbuckle on Mr. Anomaly. And Anomaly has to shake out the cobwebs and find a way to get back 
control of this matchup, and he does just that by moving out of a body splash from Buddy Calhoun, but he still has, has is having trouble with his lower back lifting the massive size of Buddy Calhoun. And I've got to wonder, will he continue to have trouble trying to lift him and trying to elevate him? Trying to lift him and elevate him, but no. Buddy Calhoun using a heel type tactic here and shoving powder into the face, into the eyes of Antonio Anomaly, and it just disintegrated from there as a disqualification was called. As a disqualification allows for Anomaly to gain the victory here in this matchup, but it also amps up the heel nature of Buddy Calhoun, making him look extremely difficult to defeat and, 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 and extremely heel makes him look strong coming coming out of the matchup but by virtue of a disqualification in wrestling Antonio Anomaly gains the victory but folks I don't think Anomaly will forget this anytime soon I don't think he'll forget this anytime soon whatsoever and there may be some repercussions in future shows for Mr. Calhoun. We'll just have to wait and see and find out, but I don't think he's going to take that too lightly at all. And I don't think he's going to take that laying down one iota. And your next match is a tag team match with a 15-minute time limit. Introducing first. of Exotic Youth is making his way down to the ring. And you can only guess where they're from, ladies and gentlemen. I am not repeating 
where they are from, but Lord have mercy, are these guys talented. They are brass. They are in your face. They are pompous. And they are like those frat boys that you just want to punch in the face. If you get the chance to, these guys will get under your skin in a heartbeat. But I think J.C. Walker, his opponent, their opponents, and Reality Check have an ultimate reality in store for the exotic youth. And folks, Ladies and gentlemen, it is going to be hard and a most difficult process to alter the reality of the exotic youth. But if but if anybody can do that, reality check can alter that reality. They can alter that reality. But again, these guys are pompous. They get under your skin and just stick there, stick there like a thorn in, thorn in your side until you actually do something about it. And that is what J.C. Walker and Reality Check are looking to alter the reality and beat some sense into the exotic youth. Iris Whip there. And J.C. Walker standing toe-to-toe -to -toe with Zach of the Exotic Youth. Shoulder block right there. Plants Zach on the canvas. And now a tag in to the third member of Exotic Youth. And remember, folks, you have in tag matches until five to... Do double teams on your opponents, and then you have to exit the ring and get get back on the apron. Hold the tag ropes while you are standing on the apron waiting for a tag. So you have until five to do as much damage as you can with multiple with multiple people of the same team in the ring at one time to do multiple damage, and then you have to exit the ring when the official after. After four tells you, you virtually have until five, and now an arm ringer from Reality Check is wrenching down on the arm here, trying to separate the daggum shoulder. Of Reality Check and have one third of the team of the exotic youth 
rendered with one limb, with one limb, having limited use as possible, and that is going to be a darn near impossible position to overcome. But if anybody can, it's not like you can, but not after a tag from Zero and a short arm clothesline there. As Zero now is firmly in control of the matchup. It's a front, front chantry face lock and then comes over. You might be talking nice about us too. Clotheslines into the pin section for Walker and Zero. Maybe a little bit of a fast count there, but two nonetheless as Exotic Youth has some life within them. Reality check comes back with a swinging net breaker, plants him in the center of the ring, almost knocks him out too. Two and six eights and Exotic Youth is looking to get a fresh member of their six six man team in. And Zero wants in to face the quicker member of Exotic Youth. This should be a fast showdown here with some high flying impact to boot. But right now, Zero and the second member of the Exotic Youth are jaw jacking in the center of the ring. Again, we are at final, final encounter with Chatter City and with Chatter City round number 15 and the shootout podcast. Both simulcasting this final encounter wrestling event here at Livewire Championship Wrestling. Blake Collins here calling all the action for you. Side headlock maneuver. Ventured in zero. Irish whip into the corner. Then comes back with a shoulder tackle. And then the scouting ability of zero. Scouts and drop from Exotic Youth and just drops a vicious shoulder into the heart of Exotic Youth. And Dan near gets a. Excuse me. Dern near. Engineers a three count. Out of it. Clothesline by Exotic Youth. Getting back in firm. Authority of this matchup. You see Walker. And Reality Check. Waiting intently. On their side of the ring. Kick to the midsection and a X Factor. Known as the Zero Factor. From Zero. Plants Exotic Youth, but the other members of Exotic Youth come save the day. Zero now. And Zach going toe to toe. 
Zero. Irish slip into the turnbuckle. Body splash into the turnbuckle. Comes back with a vicious kick to the kisser. Zach rolls him over though. Two count. And folks, it is a volatile situation for the refs. You heard earlier as a schoolboy almost catches exotic youth by surprise for a three count. The refs are in a dangerous predicament. There have been assaults on the referees for about five different shows now. They've come band together in unity to say enough is enough. But Lord have mercy, it keeps getting more volatile and more vicious for the authority figures to be in the match. Figure that. Figure that. Lord have mercy. As Exotic Youth is taking a lashing out on Zero right now. Zach's out of the ring. The leader of the Exotic Youth. The third member of Exotic Youth is in. I was talking to Exotic Youth earlier today, and they wanted me to make sure that they say they are here to kick ass. No matter, it doesn't matter whose ass it is they're gonna kick. They're going to firmly place their stamp and kick as much ass as they can in the ring. Cross body by Zero doesn't go his way. Floats over into a backbreaker by Zach. Zach is known for his finisher of the Wheel of, For Wheel of Fortune, which is a destino that Naito over in New Japan Pro Wrestling uses, but he calls it the Wheel of Fortune. Reality check is in. Second member of Reality Check, rather. Elbows to all three members of Exotic Youth, clears the ring, and now he is on a rampage and firmly in charge in this matchup. Flying elbow into the corner. Bulldog suffocates the face of Exotic Youth, the second member and the leader of the pack. The leader of the pack breaks up the three by placing his arm on the bottom rope. And any time a limb part goes underneath or on ropes, that is called a breakup or a rope break in professional wrestling in a lot of matches. Now, in some matches where there's no, there's no DQ or anything goes and there's not much rules, you don't constitute a rope break. But in six-man tags and tag teams and in normal stipulation type matches it does constitute a road break as jc walker comes in and just buries a clothesline into the chest and the referee gets looking around and gets a two count out of a clothesline delivered by j, j by jc walker butterfly suplex incoming oh but Reality Check has an alternate plan in mind as a vicious knee comes from Reality Check and another knee had the butterflies locked in but doesn't choose to apply that and now just ramming his head into the heart 
of Exotic Youth. But remember, folks, this is Livewire Championship Wrestling. We do have a main event for the ages here in Augusta, Georgia. It is going to be a first ever emanating steel cage in Livewire Championship Wrestling tonight where horror, hell, and everything you look for in October and Halloween is coming to fruition one day before the most famous wrestling company unleashes their hell in a cell. Augustus of how in a cell comes in the form of a steel cage main event match tonight. JC Walker breaks up the pin of exotic youth. They've got control of the head of zero. Isolating the head, you isolate the body, you don't allow him to get his full control of his limbs and there goes his high flying ability. Smart tactic there by Exotic Youth pinpointing the legs, taking out half of Zero's arsenal from under him. Elbow to the back of the head. Zero's in a hell of a lot of trouble right now. Iris slipping to the ropes. Clothesline. And then follows that up with a knee right to the shoulder, trying to knock the shoulder out of socket. The third man of exotic youth is in. Picks the legs. Has him in. Trying for a version of it. Texas Cloverleaf. And he has it in, in an inverted fashion. And good Lord Almighty, the pain just shooting through. The glute area and the small of the back is unmercifully, is unmerciful right now. There is no mercy given or no craps given from exotic youth to zero of reality check right now. But you've got the second man of reality check giving headbutts from outside the ring and to end. The referee has to get control of this matchup. And then a cheap shot over there by the imbeciles of exotic youth. Heel tactics at his finest being exhibited right now. But zero, zero. Outsmarts Exotic Youth. Zach tried to go up. He is phenomenal in his in his wrestling ability. He went up to the world one too many times at the top rope. Got headbutted down to the canvas and then Zero dropped toe holds. The third man into the nether region of Zach. And Lord have mercy, folks. That, I'd say that does not feel good in the slightest. In the slightest. And a clothesline by the freshly cemented in this matchup, J.C. Walker. He's been on the outside for a long period of time. Scoop slam there. 
by JC. And Zach is in peril. But JC, again, working the tags very well. You have to have the tag rope in your hand, though, to be able to tag. And that's what the referee is watching for. Reality check is back, altering the reality of Exotic Youth. So, as Zero comes in, tags, a tag on the back is made. A shot to the pet of Zach and the Exotic Youth. Disabled for a minute, but then comes back, shoots a shot into the midsection, and then just plants him with a hanging from the middle rope DDT to Zach. Impeccable timing on that lynching DDT, and again, the zero factor. Absolutely. Zeroes out any momentum that Exotic you had. And if you gotta get control of this thing. The referee has to get control of this thing as two men right now. There is no five count at the moment. He's gotta get control of this thing as Zach and the third member. Tower of Doom. Reality Check had a power bomb on Zach and the third member of Exotic Youth. Meanwhile, Exotic Youth had a suplex on the higher zero, and they came crash. All five of them came just crashing down to the canvas. It was known as the Tower of Doom, and folks, I haven't seen that here in Wildwater Championship Wrestling in some time. Now, J.C. Walker comes in like lightning here, capitalizing on the long-winded exotic youth. We got a full Nelson here by JC. Full Nelson backbreaker. One, two. How in God's name did Zach and the exotic youth kick out of that? Now you've got Reality Check chasing Exotic Youth all over the building! Meanwhile, one, two, three. Exotic Youth as Reality Check was chasing Manager Wrestler of Zach and the Exotic Youth all over the building because he had a hammer in his hand. As you see the hammer that Reality Check has now as he chased him out the building. Exotic Youth capitalized on a what essentially is a stun gun, which is an eat defeat followed by a wheelbarrow suplex for the pin. Holy cow, nobody, and I do mean not a single darn soul, had that finish in mind for that match. Nobody saw that coming. Get him over here.
And your next match is a singles match for the WWA4 Internet title with a two-minute time limit. Introducing first, from far away, the storybook prince, Gaston! Ladies and gentlemen, Gaston is a pretty prince. Well, for lack of another word, he's a pretty Prince Pris, as he's coming to the ring, he's he's the pretty prince, and I'm joined by my co-host, or my co-host for the night, Bill Blanchard, host of the Shootout, and I've been telling them, I've been telling everybody who's been listening that this show tonight is going to be simulcasted on Chatter City. And the shootout. Outstanding, man. I tell you what, I'm fired up. What a hell of a six-man tag match we just witnessed. I'm telling you what, man, that was insane. And the absolute deception that Exotic Youth used, bringing an inanimate object into the ring, having Reality Check chase him, then using the stun gun with an eat defeat and then a wheelbarrow suplex at the end was a phenomenal tactic, but a deceptive tactic as well for the victory of the Sonic It's warfare, but you understand it's strategy. They utilize the strategy and it worked and they won the match. I mean, damn, brilliant strategy as far as I'm concerned. I mean, a six minute tag, everything could be chaos and it was. Ladies and gentlemen, an example, an exemplary, excuse me, example of what a heel team will do in a match. If you want to win, you got to pull out all the stops. And my God, what match we got coming up right now? We've got for the AW, or excuse me, WWA4 title. Gaston taking to task here Ash Taylor but Ash Taylor has been known to high fly his way to several victories can he use that quickness about him to overcome the mental capacity and mental strategies that Gaston will use on Taylor here well I tell you what it looks a tremendous shape man he looks ready both of them do, and, and you you see right there, folks, no, we're doing this audio only, but the, a, but the WWE A4 title looks extremely extravagant. Red with a skull in the center of it, and it absolutely looks magnanimously beautiful. But Gaston is looking to absolutely go ballistic to gain victory in this match and have the WWA4 title in his possession. So we'll see we'll see what uh, what comes out of this but for starters here Bill what type of strategies do you foresee implemented in this matchup? Well, what we got right now is it's a filling it's a filling out process right now. So mm -hmm. right now what both guys and competitors are doing it's a filling out process, you know. And we got classic psych out job here right now. We're gonna try to play a little bit of mind games here. And Gaston has been known to do that with the best of them, the mental mind games. And that is what Ash Taylor has to be 
careful of because he's young, he's exuberant, he doesn't have as much experience as Gaston does. And he hasn't been faced Gaston much. And Gaston can literally take you out of your own strategy and your own element if you let him. And that's something that Ash Taylor might want to guard against and implement something to take Gaston off of his high horse and off of his rocker to implement on his own accord to possibly gain victory here. Well, I tell you what, like I said, Ash Taylor, he is young and everything. He's got a lot of quickness and everything, but I, I, I don't know, man. The other guy, he's all bucked up in there. Oh, never mind. Hey, sometimes it's leverage. Yeah, I mean, Big takedown. leverage out of that test of strength there from Ash Taylor. Showing off the guns, he's been working out a lot. I was talking to him, he, he, he does some exemplary cardio and a lot of core exercises to get that way. And he just showed it off right there. He uses a lot of strength from the full body. And I don't know if Gaston's going to have an answer for the quickness and agility of Ash Taylor here. I, I just don't. Well, Gaston's got a lot of experience and everything. Trust me, don't count him out just yet and everything. <laughs> Quick arm drag takedown by Gaston. May wake Ash Taylor up. Quick arm drag there. So this guy needs to quit doing, man. He's taunting the crown, you know, but don't, don't let that fool you. I think, I think he's trying to slow the momentum down on Ash Taylor here. Well, Make him wrestle his match. Well, that move from Ash Taylor seems to me to get him more focused on Gaston right now. Yeah, that arm drag it. woke him up, and he is now blatantly laser-focused on Gaston, which I don't think he was before then. No, no. So now, oh. there again, Tessa Strength goes into an, an evasive maneuver, gets him around the waist with a waist lock, and now is in control of the body of Gaston. Exemplary tactics here by Ash gonna, Taylor. No, 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 Ash Taylor's got Gascon in the headlock here. Let's see if Gascon can power out of it. He's trying to. He's trying to. Lifting up the arm. An arm wrench here. Trapping the arm in the shoulder. Gets him into a side headlock of his own. Great way to get out of, out of the side headlock into another side headlock. This is classic strength technique going on right now. Classic. Oh, classic. Wrestling experience. What the? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. A good figure that he got, man. Made famous by Roddy Piper. I love it. I'm going to tell you what, man. He just pulled a Gaston. Ash Taylor just pulled a Gaston out of his belt and flicked on Gaston. And after that drop kick, Gaston is in, is in an absolute frantic state. Trying to regain composure here. I, I think he what, is out of his own element. He might be in his own element here, but I tell you, he's still on. No, he's really start working on him here. He's out of his he's out of his own element right now because Ash Taylor is just taking him out of his own game. Yes, he is. European uppercut there by Taylor follows it up with a forearm into the corner. Now what's Taylor going to do now? Oh, go go Buster move. Hey, famous by X-Pac. Yes, sir. That Bronco Buster stuns Gaston with a two count. But you've got to believe, Bill, that the energy being spent. We've already seen one match in the first match where Chris Soler used a ton of energy kicking out. 
used a ton of energy. He overcame yes, that to gain the victory. Yes, but using that type of energy, you would think later on in the matchup would have detrimental effects to you to be to be able to rise up to gain victory in a match. Like a standing backwards moonsault flip, man. I love it. Yeah. This Taylor's got a lot of talent here. Moon it's way too early to count out Gastron, though. Way too early to count him out, but again, the energy spent with kicking out may do some damage to him later on. Atomic drop move. Gaster Stan sure felt that one. Did, uh, Bill and. Oh, what the hell do you call that move? That's almost like a Japanese style arm drag, but just. That was awesome. And a. Insecure kick. Yeah, insecurity to the top of the kisser. One, two. Oh, almost a three count. And referee Danny gives the two count. But Gaston, with that perseverance, rears that shoulder up at two and six tenths. Now, I Taylor's arguing a referee here. Don't pay attention to that. I know he's got a little bit of frustrated. He needs to stay on him if he wants to win this match, retain his title. You look at it here, Bill, and you're right. Ash Taylor has to stay on Gaston and don't give him any breathing room whatsoever because if he does, this is what's going to happen to him. You got torture right here, Blake. What's he? Spinning Deathbreaker, unbelievable! It can be a change of the title! Oh, tick out. Ash Taylor barely raises that shoulder up after a torture rack bomb, or torture rack netbreaker there by Gaston, and he is pounding him into submission with elbows and then a stiff kick to the mush. Crowd's not happy about it either. Well, you've been in the ring before. Yes, I have. When Survivor Pain, when you're in a situation like that where you can't catch your breath because one shot is coming right after another, tell me what type of strategy do you implement or how in the hell do you get back on track when he's constantly hitting you with something that you can never seem to that you can never seem to catch a break to get a breath to get back on track. Well, you know, speaking from Survivor or Pain here, I, I normally won my matches in eight seconds, so I didn't have this problem. <laughs> I beat everybody up right from the get-go, so I mean, I didn't really have that problem. But in my training camps, I had to prepare. I would do exhausting training, yeah. and then I would get in the ring. Yeah. To get, you know, I would exhaust myself to the point of exhaustion, then I would get in the ring, and that's when the real training would begin. You train for every situation you may come in into contact here in professional wrestling. There are some situations that you can't train for, but some stuff like this you can as a shot from Ash Taylor to Gaston separates the body a little bit, giving me a little bit of breathing room, and that's just what the doctor ordered for Ash Taylor, but then a Gaston comes back with a kick and then a snap on the inverted bat breaker. Man, I tell you what, I almost had a three count there. I, I tell you what, man, this Taylor is showing me something, though. You know, you, you talk about training and everything, you give all the conditioning in the world, but if you don't have it inside, if you don't have it in the heart, you know, and you're beat down and exhausted, that's when you have to have the will to win. And Taylor's getting tested tonight. Gas runners just stomping the hell out of him. Now he's going up in the second rope here. Let's see what he's gonna do. Uh oh, Taylor's trying to Taylor's trying to block him. You have to find any way you can to get out of, get out of that predicament. Oh, did you hear that shot, Blake? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what. You do not want to feel or know how much a frying pan hurts like that. Oh, no, you don't. 
because it is absolutely unbearable at times. Cover one, two. Slips out the back. The quickness of Taylor there and Gaston is kind of showing a little bit of agility to his own game here. Tell you what, them knee shots. Oh, oh, God, what a Russian. Oh, my God. It's, inver it's, over. Inver it's over. Inverted Russian overdrive net breaker. Oh, no, it's not. Again, I talked about heart. As Taylor swing a ton of heart right there. That been a normal opponent. This match will be over right now. You know how an overdrive, you get the leg on top of the neck and then drive him over. That was inverted. He drove him at the back and it almost hit Gaston's Gaston's leg and almost did double damage there to Ash Taylor. What a phenomenal move in this late stage in this matchup. Man, he went sternum first into that quarter. Right now, Bay's having a hard time breathing. Yeah, because right now you can tell we're in the third quarter of this matchup here, and it ain't gonna be it ain't gonna be too much longer, especially after a kick like that to the kisser that will be will be in dire straits here for either Gaston or Ash Taylor. Right now, Ash Taylor is giving everything he can, heart, what strength he has left. That was a brief move by Ash Taylor. Now that he tried to reverse it, what a kick right to his face. Gaskin is down. Both guys right now are hurt. Both guys right now are sucking wind. And this is where a true mark for true champion is going to come into play. Who wants it the most? Well, in a lesser man than Gaston would have been put to sleep by that move. Yes, that shows you how much strength and how much fortitude Gaston has in the ability not to quit, not to give up, and persevere. Because remember, the WWA4 title bill is on the line Title's here. Title's on the line here. Guys are pulling out of stock. A big neck breaker by Gaskin. And now we got a classic choke hold. Choke the wind right out of him. That's what Gaskin's doing to Ash Taylor right now. Folks, I'm going to tell you what. You cannot get a more heelish type tactic than what Gaston just implemented on Ash Taylor there. It's against the rules to choke somebody and that is what Ash Taylor did to gain the upper hand. And now he's just flattening Ash Taylor. Oh my God, he's pinching his nipples. Talk about being desperate. Ash Taylor's pinching Gaskin's tail, his nipples. Pass to the takedown by Ash Taylor. Man, oh man, what a comeback. Yeah, what a move. He tricks him up. What speed is this guy got? Off the ropes. Oh, forget about it. Step up style insecurity. One, two, and no. You thought that step up style insecurity would have been lights out for Gaston, but once again, he proves. Taylor's getting frustrated, man. Look yeah. at his face. He's getting really frustrated. He should have yep. been able to put him away with that move. Yeah, he proves everybody wrong, does Gaston, and kicking out. But yeah, you're right. It only frustrates Taylor more. And now. He's wondering, what the hell do I have to do to put this guy away? I don't know, man. He should have bought a kitchen sink. He should have bought a shovel, a ladder, a table. He'll bring up that old-fashioned crowbar and knock anybody out. And, Bill, I, I want to stress to you how much of a joy it is to be here to call this match. Because not only are we simulcasting this on the shootout and on Chatter City, but we're also going to witness the first ever steel cage match here in live wire wrestling here tonight and it's only happened in the csra augusta area a couple of times in a steel cage match the main event jeremy cruz and matt sex sells in a steel cage match for the title and again one day away from hell from a major wrestling company augusta and augusta and 
the CSR area will unleash hell in live world championship wrestling with a steel cage match. Well, as Taylor just retained his championship, yeah. he wins the match here. But back what you were saying, I, I, I have been saying on social media, I've been saying on my wrestling shootout podcast, I've had Jeremy Cruz on the show a couple weeks ago, was highest rated episode in the history of the shootout. And all we can talk about was the steel cage match. It's one of the first ones in a long, long time since the Fireman and Chris Wiggins back in Flatline Pro. But right here in Livewire Wrestling, congratulations to Billy Johnson and everybody involved in Livewire Wrestling making this thing happen. We're finally going to have a winner to Jeremy Kurz versus the number one contender, Matt Sells. Jeremy Kurz has had one hell of a career, but tonight, steel cage matches have been known to end careers. And if Jeremy Kurz, the champion, is not careful, this could be the last time we ever see him in the ring. Mark my words, my friend. History will be made here tonight. When I got a phone call to be here, I would miss it for the world. Well, not only that, but I just got word from 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 Livewire Management that Billy is going to be the special guest referee. And oh remember, gosh. and remember, Billy has been attacked by Jeremy Cruz and his posse. The uh, pretty queer is their their tag team name. It's Matt Odom and Blackwell. Right, right. Um, that he's been attacked numerous times by them, and also, also, he was stunned last month by Matt's. Sex sells. Well, the question you gotta ask yourself right now, considering all that's going on, can Billy Johnson, can he call it right down the middle? This is a trick or treat survival match. Oh, wow, triple treat. Every 90 seconds, every 90 seconds, the wrestlers will report to the villains to pick whether they will get a trick or a trick to be able to use in this match. Yes. Introducing kind of rules. first. Pretty boy Matt Odom, the premier Peter William Blackwell, Roma Miller, and Darkness. So, let's, let's be honest here. This match is going to have more tricks than, the, than it will be treats. Because the guys in this matchup are known for hardcore elements and hardcore wrestling. And you look at the sinisterness of darkness, and you look at how he is. This is just built for tricks and a hardcore heaven type of matchup. Look, it's going to be the cotton. It's going to be just like this, man. The zombies run the graveyard tonight, my friend. Could <laughs> have said it better than myself, as you see. What the hell is that? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, he's got, uh, you've got an uh, individual in there who's dressed up like a proverbial joker with a second mask on. I know who he is. and so out of this world because he's got a double mask on. I've, I've never seen that before. I have an ear, before. man. I love so it. it. It's I love absolutely it. impeccable what he's doing. And so now you see Big Game James. Big Game James. James Houston, they 
Jason Fritz and Carl Hager. What a team this is going to be, but you said, you said it right off the bat. The one to watch in this matchup is not only Big Game James, because he's an X-Factor, but also James Houston, who honestly could tear the ring, the ring post off the post if he wanted to. He's so freaking hardcore. And he's done it before. He's done it before. My God, I'm getting fired up for this match. Okay, so let me just put it to you this way. We have a plunger in front of us. A plunger. A plunger in front of us. And James Houston may use that and cause severe damage with it. Now my but question that's is, just... Now my question is, if someone's live wire can make enormous shit, then uh, Houston had to plunge it out a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Let's spice it up a little bit, man. That's how someone's gonna get stink faced tonight. <laughs> that's how crazy, that's how crazy James Houston is. But you also on the other side have a demented soul in darkness to contend with oh on the God, other man. side. Darkness like, going all the way back from Throne, man. He was known as the hardcore legend there. James Houston was the hardcore legend in Flatline Championship Wrestling way back in the day, back in the wrestling boom, first starting the CSRA back in 2005. I, I tell you what, man, a lot of history, but I promise you'll be a lot of blood in a nice trick-or-treat match. So I'm excited. Here's the way this is going to work. You've got basically an eight-man tag team match with a hardcore element. Wrestlers will come down here in front of us. You have weapons on the table here, whether it's a kendo stick, like we said, a plunger, a broom, a, a, I think I see some skull and crossbones. I see a dead gum tennis racket, a frying pan, one of uh, James Houston's specialties, along with that rebel rouser that he... Yeah, I understand that tennis racket is the same tennis racket Jim Cornette used to use for the Midnight Express. I would not be surprised. <laughs> I would not be surprised as he, uh, as Jim Cornette has his, you listen to his podcast, folks, and good Lord, he ignites some, some controversy there. And one thing you got to realize here with James Houston is not only... Does James Houston knows know how to swing, uh, swing the elements around him? But he's got he's facing a combatant that we just talked about, who is more destructible and more has a more destructive mindset than he does in Darkness, his opponent right now in the ring. Unreal, man! Darkness and Houston in the ring. God, so much history going on right now. Darkness is smashing Houston in the skull. And now it's just choking the daylights out of Houston now. Houston may want to wish he had his rubble rouser with him, which was his fame his fame chair that he used in his matchups, but uh, I, I don't I don't think he's gonna be able to breathe after that boot to the esophagus there. Oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. And darkness, the agility of this man! God Springboarding off the middle rope with a drop kick Jeff Hardy style. And good lord, now the meathead of the group, Matt Odom, who lifts a lot. He can absolutely lift a ton. It's distracting the ref. While I have been following Darnus's career for over yeah. 10 years. This man still puts me on the edge of my seat. And I use meathead as, a, as an affectionate term because he does lift a lot of weights. But he, <laughs> but he is absolutely an imperative part of the deal of, of Pretty Queer. 
He is smart. He is intelligent. He knows how to pick pick apart the the body, and he can do some heavy. Talk about big big James is coming in. Yeah, this guy's a powerhouse. One more thing on Matt Odom, he can do some damage and pick apart a body part when he's in that ring. But right now, big game James. The X Factor here, I don't know, I don't know if there's any way you can possibly stop this man. Ain't no way, man. We might have a test of strength going on between these two guys, but you know, I, I wanted to be known that it's been rumored that the main reason why Brock Lesnar can't come to Livewire is because he's afraid of Big James. Look at this guy. No effect. No effect. This guy's tougher than Zeus. Ladies and gentlemen, he ain't afraid of much. But as Bill said, I mean, that may be one reason why Lesnar. Oh, here we go. In the corner. Look at the power. Oh, God, what strength. That Bill just tossed Roman Miller across the ring like he was a toothpick. Tossed him down like a rag doll. Like he was a toothpick. Now, what the hell does this guy? Never mind. I don't want to know. <laughs> Man, Big J's got big, good headlock here. Yeah, he's got a side headlock on Bill. Good housekeeping. Good housekeeping. Good housekeeping. We got a plunger. We got a mop. So are we going to? He's going to mop the floor with a blade. <laughs> Are we, are we gonna use the plunger or are we gonna use the broom here? Or the mop? I see a mop and a caution, uh, wet pants side thing. Now we've got the plunger in here. Good lord. I mean, you got everything you need to go to the bathroom right now. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, oh! Hello! I think he's laying my nose, the wet floor side there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> caution, Mr. Hager, your back is wrenching in pain right now. What is this idiot trying to do? Oh! Blackwell trying to swing the ball. God almighty! Oh. You can tell Hager can swing a bat because oh my God, can Hager swing a bat? <laughs> he swung a caution stick like it was a fastball going 102 miles an hour. It just pinpoints the back of Blackwell. Could you imagine if Hager played for the Atlanta Braves? We'd be in the World Series right now. I know, right? Wait, good Lord have mercy. And then Blackwell comes in trying to suplex Hager, but Hager blocks it and then teaches Blackwell a lesson with that with that stick. What do we got here? What do we got here? What do we got here? Oh! Uh, guys, guys, that is, that, that, okay. Yeah, I think his balls are wet for that wet for a sun shot. To put that in perspective, you know how in... Oh my God! Iris went whip with a wet floor sign. Well, Blackwell's face is dis disfigured right now. Yes, it is. I mean, <laughs> oh, hello. God, Big James is awesome. So, the power that James has is unreal. But that shot was like a start of start of the Olympics, where you've got uh, where you've got the 102 meter. You know right. how they shoot? Yeah. Uh, 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 you know how they shoot a small gun up in the air to let them know. They start the race, right? That's right. That's how that's how much the impact was on that particular caution sign, the power of that caution sign that had implemented on Blackwell. And as we mentioned before, his face is disfigured, if not crushed right now. We got another drawing. What we got? What we got? 
Hager has picked Cooking Pan. Cooking Pan. We got some chocolate chip cookies covered fans. Okay, so the oh, got me in the corner. Oh, and Matt Odom drew is using the oh God! God. Jared Impact in that set. That's stung, dude. Uh, he's gonna feel that one tomorrow. I think Adrenaline may save him tonight, but good Lord Almighty, the impact of that tomorrow. Cook, cooking pan on the back at like 105 miles an hour. Just to give you an example of how how fast that was. Hey, almost had a three count there if you can believe that. Hager somehow is able to elevate that shoulder after a two and a half. Hey, Hager's got that plunger. Hey, rumor be toe, it's got toe. That plunger came from Chris Dickens' bathroom. Dang. Well, it, it, well, Chris all the way to make his debut in Livewire, Plunger beat him to the punch. Well, it, it, <laughs> it, I mean, it, it, <laughs> hopefully he stopped up with toilet paper by now, though. I uh, know, right? I mean, so, oh, Lord, now, Roman Miller just chopped the ever-loving hell out of Carl Hager's chest. Oh, that was brutal. And, folks... Let me tell you something. You ever want to know what that feels like? Just get the strongest man on the foot on a football team with as much power behind him as you can to chop you in the chest and see what a fourth of that feels like. Yes, that that, that plunger is the main weapon oh. in this matchup so far. That and the caution sign. That was beautiful. A fireman carry there by Hager grounds Blackwell. And now Odom's. No, and, meanwhile, Hager's beating the daylight out of Blackwell. Unbelievable. Unmercifully. And Roma Miller's drawing now. Roma has chosen the villain. Mystery. Mystery. Mystery weapon? Maybe? I'm about to find out what's the mystery weapon going to Well, folks, it ain't trick or treat without. Wait, so now Miller has a chance to eliminate someone on the opposing team or utilize the mystery weapon. Unreal. Meanwhile, out of the calamity, Hagen and Blackwell are just teeing off on each other in the center of the ring. <laughs> wow. Two. <laughs> well, you had an opportunity to eliminate the strongest competitor on the opposite side, but I don't think they took that chance. No, they did not. Instead, they want to use the mystery weapon. They did the darkness. They're going at it. They're going toe to toe. Close line by James. Now, big oh, slam. Body slam. Body and scoop slam right there. 
and now has darkness on the ropes. Big splash. This is pro wrestling, Blake. I love it. Oh, another splash by Big James. Snapmare. Oh, hello. Hey, famous by Mr. Perfect. Big James did it perfection, brother. You One, take a two, and kicked out after two, but serious whiplash. You want to talk about whiplash? He's gonna be feeling that tomorrow. Oh Lord! Oh God! Oh, oh God! They hit each other, didn't they? Houston fell into the cover. Houston got tagged in. Many of the mines with a frying pan and a caution sign. Both caused heavy damage. Then the resounding result of that was James Houston had the wherewithal out of out of feeling a little bit collywampus falling into the daggum pin. It's a hell of a oh, hell. God is unreal. It's a hell of a wrestling ring awareness right there as he just takes a rest in peace sign. Oh dear God. Dear God above. He's done. Two, only a two count, only a two count. Only a two count, unreal. This man is tough, tougher than nails, man. I don't even think you'd be able to punch he him. Is an, he's an icon of toughness, is James Houston. Well, that's the thing, I don't even think you'd be able to, to inflict damage on him even if he was laying in a bed of nails and you did a 450 on the guy. I know, right? One, two, after that cannonball from Matt Odom, who's now in the ring, for the first round of four against James Houston, Roman Miller now gets the tag. Tries to throw it. Oh, what a super kick. Houston's down. Cross bones in his face, but. One, two. Oh, check. Yep, he's out. Shoulder was up. Shoulder was up. Barely Don't after two. This man is fortitude. Barely after two. Barely. And now. And that's a game changer right there. That is a game changer right there. Big game James drew the elimination card and eliminated his own self. Per, per the rules of this matchup. Unreal, man. Unreal. So nobody pinned him. Nobody made him submit. He just eliminated his own self by the luck of the draw. By the cataclysmic luck, that is. And you just see the anger and the animosity as he just, he just basically bowled over Again, it's broken in half, man. The manager. Oh, Even the judges got help by the ring. His kid's hurt. Now James Houston getting back in the ring. Getting away four sides of the ring with darkness again. It's TWF and Flat. Like the former guys are both promotions are fighting it out. A darkness went straight through James Houston. Houston laid a guy right out of the freaking ring on top of his head. And ladies and gentlemen, there are no mats here. That is hardwood floor hard he just landed on. Hardwood floor he just landed on. But again, Thomas Hancock, who is one of the most ingenious gimmicks I've seen, just got basically avalanched powerbomb. I know, man. Out here. Oh, big elbow chop by Darkness. And he is out on the floor. 
Yeah, he's still laid out. I'm sitting right over there. He is laid out, man. Well, he is taken out of commission, and now. And again. Darkness. Oh, I, thought, I thought he was trying to go out in the ring here. Well, I think this he. This is a bad place. This is in the corner of all of his opponents. I think he just lost his grip on Houston. That was his idea, but Houston's now down on the outside. And not where oh, you want to be. He's holding his knee. He's hurt, man. Now they're all stopping him. They're all hurting him now, man. Well, that's half of Jeremy Cruz's posse right there. And this is what their leader wants them to do. Cause calamity! Oh! God, that hurt. Oh! Fans, you just gotta. Oh, you just gotta. Oh, bear with us, fans. This is just brutally pain. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, in this building, that sounds unmercifully painful. Is that it? Is that it? Three or two? Was that? No, he didn't call for anything. So. I didn't call. I guess those two count. This was a barely got his shoulder up. Man, they're carrying Hancock out. He is out. Little Hancock is out. Yeah, the judge has rendered his verdict on Hancock, and Little Hancock is taken out of commission. Those are three counts. Oh, we got push the seven cartons. Yeah. Something just happened. Darkness is going nuts. I think darkness has been eliminated. So darkness has been eliminated. Big Game James has been eliminated. The only one left on their team is Hager right now. Hager's all by himself, man. And Houston, I think, oh, has been eliminated. God. He's still standing after that shot. Put the pin behind it. I throw him at the. I throw it as a frisbee, man. I mean, that's that's more lethal than. What the sin? Even the females are getting crazy out here. That was funny, dude. Oh man, uh, I, 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 I so much want to do with Joey Styles right now, but I'm gonna hold off on it. I'm gonna hold off on that right now. Oh, it's Halloween. You can be Joey Styles. Kager has been eliminated in. Is there anybody left? Hager has been eliminated. And I think, no, we got Mason Briggs left. Mason Briggs all by himself. Oh. So let's recap and set the stage here. Big Game James eliminated himself by the luck of the draw. Houston got eliminated by a pin. Yep. Uh, Hager just got, Hager just got eliminated. decimated by a pin. Um. Darkness is already eliminated. Mason Bricks is by himself. Against Roma, who is a up-and-coming star here. And the team are pretty queer. I tell you what, Mason Bricks is going to shoot out a few bucks to go. Can Mason Bricks display the stamina used to overcome this matchup? What? I drew a dance off. A dance we off. gotta have a dance off right now. A dance off, really, folks. A brutal match like this, we're gonna have a dance off, folks. This is professional wrestling. Um, it's dancing with the superstars of live wire wrestling. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've seen it all tonight, Blake. I, I, I will say this, okay? You will see things that you don't see anytime, anywhere in professional wrestling. No, That's for Dagum, sure. This is never. 
Unbelievable. The, only, the only other sport I've seen like this is baseball, where any given game, something, something you don't see happens all the time at every game. Unreal. The crowd's getting into it. We'll see if Mason's going to bust a move. we got a worm going on. Mason Brooks, sports <laughs> out of worm. Holy cow. David Arquette will be happy right now. Wow. Reverse it times 10, says Matt Odom. I'll give it an eight, break. <laughs> and Roma says, screw all y'all. I got something you can't follow right now. Try to follow this. Where's the disco in front of that when you need it? And now Hager is back in the ring with it. What's Hager going to do about it? Look at Hager. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Picks it's a dance off, buddy. Oh, super kick! You get, the, down. you get the dance off, but then you're met with a super kick from hell, and now Mason Bricks Mason lights Bricks is out. Trouble. Oh, another sweet chin music shot right on the chin, baby. It's all one, one, two, two and whoa. Mason kicks out, Blake. Can you say super kick? Latte. Hey, Blake's uh, here to fight. He ain't here to dance. He's here to fight. Here we go. Mason. Big clothesline by Mason. Comes back with an the amplified Mason line right there. Dubbed by Bill Blanchard. Oh. God, with a knee to the kisser. God, this is awesome. With a knee to the kisser, Roma is done. Make pull one out, buddy. Good job, Mason. Sign, seal, oh, and deliver. Oh, was something. Sign, seal, and deliver Roma's grave. Yeah, but match is still going. Oh, God. Mason breaks. Just got a tilted world side slam. It's over. Two. One. It's up, man. Hey, Mason fought a good fight, but he got counted out. One, two, three. It's over. Oh, yes. William Blackwell, Matt Odom, Roma Miller, and Dark Day. Wow, what a match, man. Well, Odom, what a match. Well, Odom Blackwell, Roma Miller, and Darkness sure gave us something to remember, as I don't think I've ever seen anything like that here in live wire wrestling. From all the 40 years of wrestling that I've witnessed it, from war games to, 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 to the monster ball, I got to tell you, that was probably one of the most entertaining, most destructive, hardcore beatdowns I've ever, ever seen in wrestling. My hands off to live wire, man. What a hell of a match. Hell of a match. And Mason you, is hurt, man. Look at Mason. He's hurt. Yeah, he's hurt. And you think that was brutal, folks? Yeah, you had a little bit of levity with a dance-off. You had a little bit of levity with that dance-off. Oh, no, oh, he's got jumped again. It ain't over yet, Blake. They're going to finish the job. Man, they're trying to end, they're trying to end Mason's career. They're coming for help. They're coming for help. And... Hager's come back, back and he's More even the odds at two on two. But remember, they had the refs had a standing moment of unity, saying enough of getting attacked. We yeah, want the justice over now. here. This is just spiteful. Yeah, now Blackwell and H Hager are going toe to toe on the outside. Briggs and Odom 
and Odom's just laying boots to Mason Bricks and choking him out. Well, one thing is, sir, this thing is not over. This is not over. You think this is bad? Wait until hell tonight comes to Augusta. When hell comes to Augusta, we've got the steel cage back still to come. Mm -hmm. And not to mention, man, you know, we still got Davis and Josh Magnus still to come for, the, for that championship. The Amplified Championship. Davis is improving day after day here. He, he's wrestled in Savannah, Georgia. He wrestled in his hometown for the first time in years. It amped him up. He is, he is on the next level, as Adrian likes to say. And I, and I don't think anybody can stop him. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going into an intermission. We will be back in about 15 minutes. Stay tuned. Stay tight. Enjoy some promos from myself, Sumperbill, and the ever-loving Christopher Dickens back at home. We will be back with the second half of the show. Including the steel cage match. Right around the bend. Inside the steel cage, Jeremy Cruz defends the Longwire Heavyweight Championship against Max Sex Sales. Not much more. Stick around. It's Longwire right here in Augusta. Hey folks, it's me, Caleb Stovall here, and I am not here to talk about wrestling. I am here to talk to you about my brand new podcast called Power Rangers Go. That's right, it's going to be all about the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And not just Mighty Morphin, but all Power Rangers. We're going to go through the entire Power Rangers universe. And by we, I'm going to be joined by my co-host each and every single week, the ace of everything superhero homie Q, Quentin Ficklin, will join me right here to discuss everything Power Rangers right here exclusively on TMB Studios. I can't wait and may the power protect you all. Be sure to check out all the other great podcasts as well as past episodes of this podcast right here exclusively on TMB Studios. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the second half of Final Encounter Livewire Wrestling from the CSR area in Augusta, Georgia. And the main event is still to be a treat for you guys. It's a steel cage match. Matt Sells going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Jeremy Cruz. And Bill, this match has some hell to be unleashed in it, and it also has some heated animosity to go along with it. It's a ton of heat, a ton of animosity in the steel cage. Everything you're going to want in the steel cage. We've seen so many cage matches since the beginning of professional wrestling from the likes of Rick Flair and Holly Race, the Bret Hart, Owen Hart, the, the Mankind and the Undertaker. Now here at Live Wire Wrestling here in Augusta, Georgia, you know, Jeremy Cruz and Max Sells, win or lose, will indeed make history. You know, like, it was several years ago, we had uh, the Fireman defeated Crystal Wiggins with the Flatline Pro Heavyweight title. I was there that night at Patriots Park, you know, so it has been since then, almost a decade um, now. So here was 2020, I believe that happened in, God, by 2015, about five, about five years ago. 
here we are today, for the first time in five years here at CSRA, we're going to have a steel cage match. One of the few instances where a steel cage is prominent, featured here in Augusta, Georgia, and one of the few occasions that it has. And tonight is looking to make history because it's the first time in live wire wrestling yeah. that match is emanating here at in Augusta. So it's, it's going to be a sight to see. And ladies and gentlemen, the team in the ring right now would be a perfect duo to have in a steel cage match or hell in a cell or whatever you want in the menagerie. What the? What is that? <laughs> real life walkie-talkie jackass. <laughs> okay, so, all right, we have Jordan Kingsley with his opponent and uh, a, re a wrestler in a horse mask. A wrestler who's wrestling in a horse mask. <laughs> I... Again, you will always see, you, there's two sports you will always see first in. Professional baseball, because of the nuances within baseball, and then professional wrestling. Always see first in it. And this particular matchup, you would think, would be in the menagerie's favor, but Jordan Kingsley has surprised us before. But bringing in a new partner like this right off the bat, you gotta think throws the game of the menagerie and the way they prepared for this match out the window. And is this guy gonna wrestle with his? Yes, he is. Actually. Yeah. In the bell. And so now you gotta think it throws the menagerie, who you would think is a mastermind at games, at, at playing mental games with people in a darkened state. You gotta think it throws them off their kilter and off their games here facing somebody like this who, who they haven't prepared for. I don't even know how the hell you call it. It's got two, <clears throat> two masks, guys. Well, the guy, one of the menagerie members looks like, looks like. He so has the a jackass very, has the luchador in the side headlock here. Well, the luchador has a very close resemblance to suicide. He's not <laughs> yes, suicide at all. But he has a very close resemblance to suicide. If you don't know, that is the TNA Impact game created character that that game centers around that came to real life in Impact Wrestling. It is a it it, it has a resemblance to that. It let's stress it. It's not suicide at all. It is not suicide at all. It's not suicide. But it looks comparable to it. And now. It looks very similar to it. Now, you've got the Menagerie and the Kingsley team in a collar number tie-up going back on the shoulder. Test of strength here. Can he battle he's back? Powerful neck. He's bridging, man. You need a powerful neck to be able to do that. You got to do that. And you've got to use your strength from your legs to power out and then transfer that strength from your legs to your body as you rise up, but he just got stomped for wear there with a stomp to the elbow to send him to the mat fully. And now, isolating the arm is the menagerie, and let's not forget, they have the ability to orchestrate pinpointing arms 
in malicious and vicious ways and pinpointing limbs and do damage like you have never seen before. This guy doing some great chain wrestling here. This guy, hey, this guy can wrestle. I take back what I said yeah. about him. It couldn't rain, looking like a jackass, but this guy's complete, man. Yeah, you can see a lot. You can see a lot of Texas catch can wrestling style with him, and a lot of, and some Greco-Roman style with him as well. Ground ground wrestling is some of the the most fascinating wrestling you will ever see, and uh, complement that with chain wrestling. It is a very beautiful sight to see when it's it is a beautiful sight pure, purely wrestling and none, and none of the other stuff that goes along with it. I do apologize, fans, for a brief moment. I didn't want to call it. I was just kind of watching the action right there. You said your best with catches catch style wrestling yeah. with uh, chain wrestling. And just breaking the arm with the bone-shattering knees to the arm. And I don't know how much more this guy has left, but right now... Oh, oh trying to break this guy's arm. The arm. They are like a shutter of bone right there. Lethal tactician. Chopping his knee to a bone? Yeah. I mean, the body's not made to take shots like that. Oh, another one. Well, the menagerie oh, is. Goddess is in pain. A blissful reckoning of lethal tacticians at its best, willing to massacre limbs and limbs here to gain victories in matchup. Wow. They're like. Well, encounter that move. Oh! Another Ricky the Dragon arm drag takedown. Bill, I don't, made famous by Steamboat. I don't know if you remember a team in Impact Wrestling known as Decay. I've heard of them, yeah. The Menagerie, to me, is Livewire live wire Wrestling's version of Decay. You don't know where they're coming from. You don't know how lethal they can be. When they're up on you, they can severely do damage that will cripple you if you're not careful. Well, I think another thing is, is when, you, when you wrestle someone under a mask, it's really hard to tell their emotions. Yeah. You can't tell them what pain they're feeling. Under reading. God, how do you read that? What a shoulder takedown. So this guy's hurt. So does that affect formulating a game plan and a strategy going up against guys like that? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. In my opinion, definitely. And we got a tag here, Blake. Just setting him up in the corner. You've got a body slam right here. Great. Double team maneuver. Here we go. Body slam, crossbody combination. Yeah. Version of the old school Big Bang Vader uh, bomb, but need to get a little more impact if we want that to be successful. Yeah, I mean, Vader was a really big guy, and to have as much impact, not only you got to get a little more impact, but you've got to get a little more height so that the crash coming down. The impact on the body is driven more by Blake, the gravity sorry, of the situation. Blake, I'm sorry to cut you off here. We got one-legged Boston Crab here. Yeah. He is really wrenching back this guy to the pain. Blake, help me out here, man. What's that guy's name again? What the heck? What the jackass? That's all I kept calling him. I'm going to call him jackass. Well, we were, we were supposed to have Brandon, Brandon Barker as... Kingsley's tag team partner, but he was not able to make it. Oh man! Um, so Kingsley has found somebody that is absolutely tremendous in the ring. I'll tell you what, he's tremendous. He's taking the beating, but he's yeah. proven he can wrestle. Yeah. Great submission maneuvers. Oh, right there in the arm. And another thing too: the art of a good wrestler, right. wrestler, right, is to not only show what you can do but to make your opponent look good in the ring. You want to beat the crap out of them, right? Obviously, obviously. You want to beat the crap out of them, right? But you want to be able to not only do that, but 
you want to be able to elevate your opponent as well as send them to hell in the process. Oh, so, absolutely. So, no, okay, so the best way I can describe this is you want to be able to elevate your opponent to make him look good to send him to heaven, but you want to absolutely, absolutely be able to crush him so bad and defeat him that you want to send him down to hell in the process. Well, that's a dumb, man. So it, it's, it's, as you see, a, a forearm right there by the Kinsley team, and right hey, who's now. This, who's this kid right here? It, it looks like a Booker T. Jr. here. He's got some, look at this kid. He's got some agility. Beautiful slam. He's got what some agility right to him. Out. Look at this. And this guy's Centon awesome. splash. one, two. Hey, this guy's got a future right here. Yeah. You want to talk I, about I'm it. I'm loving Cent what I'm seeing. Centon splash coming down on the midsection of the menagerie and right now he's isolating the arm picking apart the arm let's put it this way if you isolate the arm like they're doing you're gonna have less lethal damage done to you because they don't have the strength to inflict as much damage as they normally would have I think one of the big key things here right now in tag wrestling, the, the other team is doing a very, very good job of cutting the ring in half. Right. Frequent tag, double team. That's, what's, that's what you got to do to be successful in tag team wrestling. Now he's really wrenching the armbar. Wrenching the armbar, wrenching back, but he's not One, able to, two, at the last one second, he wasn't able to extend it. If you, if you don't allow your opponent to extend the arm and clasp them together and not allow them to break that, then you're in good shape in that predicament. Ooh. God, what a suplex. Suplex just blisters the back. And, uh, and the menagerie now is absolutely in firm control of this matchup. Now a double team maneuver comes into play. Ooh. God almighty. Ten predicament. But chain wrestling still has a hold of the leg here. Let's see what he can do. Chain kind of style wrestling. I've seen it all night. Man, he's picking a body part and he's breaking it down. They yeah. worked on his arms. Now they're working on his legs. Oh, God, money. Hey, say what you want. These guys came to wrestle. Oh, I'm telling you what, man. He, 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 he's kicking out. He's showing a lot of stamina and a lot of resiliency which we didn't know coming in what he would be able to show, but he's really impressing the hell out of us both, it looks like. Man, this is tremendous. Oh, another stomp to the bone. But you see the intensity of those stomps. He's kind of being like a Randy Orton right now, just going around stomping a mud hole in him. And with the intensity, now a cover. Only gets a two out of it. And There's a name for the pass. I'm stunned. They reminded me of Rugged Ronnie Garvin. Remember oh, him? absolutely. Rugged Ronnie Garvin was one of the meanest, toughest SOBs you could possibly have in professional wrestling. Look at this. He's in the ropes. He's pulling his chin back. And remember, folks, in wrestling, you get to the count of five to release the hold when they're on the ropes. For you fans who don't listen or watch too much wrestling, that's what that's why the count was up a minute right there. What a snap there. Snap there and then wrenches wrenches back. This guy's coming feeling in the morning. They worked on his arms, his knees, and now his neck. And they've also worked on his legs too. Don't forget that they've had a couple of two yeah, 
Yeah, his, his arms, his legs, his knees, his neck. I mean, good God. And this guy just ended up in the hospital tonight. He's definitely going to feel when he wakes up in the morning. Yeah. He's showing tremendous resiliency, but that per perseverance Ooh, only right. gets you so He's far. He's trying to counter. Oh, DDT backwards, DDT. Reverse DDT gives him the space and the separation he needs. Can we he make for the a tag? tag? Race for the tag. We got a tag. Both guys in the ring. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, on the top rope. Kingsley is absolutely amazing, and he he is on fire. On as fire is right. Oh! Huge splash in the corner, and now... Oh, like a stinger splash to oh, me! Oh, right to his face. I love this guy, man. What intensity. You mentioned it before. He had shades of Booker T elements. Oh, yeah. Elements in his style. I know, like a young Booker T. He's got the... He's, he's got the... Oh! Over the top crossbody. Made famous by Sting. I'm telling you, man. You're getting a lot of flashbacks here with this kid, which may, which makes him. The fans are loving it too, man. Yeah, and that's what I was about to say, which makes him more acceptable by the fans. Referee is going to count one. Oh, he's going for it again, looks like. We got a three. This guy better start to move or it's going to be over. Four. The Menagerie formulating a game plan on the outside. Menagerie back in. Uh-oh. Savior taking out the partner on the Kingsley side. Now, it's one-on-one. Both men were going for a cross body, but I think Kingsley had enough height on it to double down on the height and overcome that cross body of the Menagerie. Yeah, this guy, he's got intensity, he's got agility. Man, he's got some points. This guy's got a future in professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Now, what's he going, what's he going to do with him here? He got reverse. Oh, short arm clothesline. Right. Should have hooked the leg a little bit better. He could have had him, maybe. Folks, that feels like a car crash on your chest, by the way. Oh, yes. That feels like a... you've never been hit with a one arm clothesline, you are absolutely right. <laughs> like, that is a car wreck on your chest. <laughs> God. And so now... The... <laughs> Menagerie now and Savior's looking on. Airplane like, spin! Airplane spin. spin! Here we go! Woo! Oh, I'm getting dizzy, Blake. I'm gonna throw up, Blake! <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! Okay. You say tilt the world? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, he's like, t he, he's, t he's tilting the space everywhere and anywhere right How now. How's he able to mind. do this? Oh my God, not another one. Oh. Big swing. Still. <laughs> Big swing in the ring. And now the Menagerie is oh, filling man. it on all cylinders and trying to recuperate from that. Who needs the Columbia County Fair when you get booked in live already and spin around? <laughs> <laughs> Telling you what, it works better than the Ferris wheel every time. Yes. <laughs> works better than the Ferris wheel every time. Now Menagerie's trying to regroup here, but they are trying to, but you get side slam like that and control control of the neck. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Made famous by Gray Muda. He's gonna tap. God what a bridge that is. Beautiful bridge. Cattle mutilation right here. Is he gonna tap? Oh, oh. God almighty. Saved by his partner. Yeah. He had to do it. He had to do it. We're gonna get a submission. 
It's like cattle mutilation in with an almost like an inverted Indian death leg as well. One count on that, and I, this this kid is impressing me, Bill. I mean, he's kicked out of everything that's been laced on him. I love it. Man, this tag match has been long and brutal. We've had a lot of tag matches tonight here, Blake. Yeah, we have. And and now the menagerie is coming back into the ring. The referee is trying to keep peace and involved. He's trying. Nice leg drop. Doing his darndest. But he's missing the pin right now, which may cost him a menagerie. Two, only a one count, so it might not have made a difference, but he missed about two seconds on a pin there. Well, I haven't seen a referee didn't graduate Valley Victorian referee school. I could have been a three count with paying attention. Or at least a two and seven eights. Maybe still not have been a three, but it would have been a lot closer per the menagerie's request. That definitely. <laughs> Good call, ref. They call a tag, right? Yeah. Oh! How down. is this guy's arms not broken? He may have God, internal. Oh. He may have <laughs> internal bone bruises, yes. and he may have internal bone breakages. You don't know, but he's taking a lot of punishment on those arms. Well, you know they say leather face, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre didn't feel pain. No, I don't. So, I mean, maybe he likes pain. I well, don't I mean, know. I mean, Corey Savior just got jaw broken right there, <laughs> so at least he has some signs of life. Tried to contest. Here we go. <laughs> nice agility in here, West Kick. Well, there's that drop salt right there by King, by the Kingsley side, and oh, Kaylee, nice DDT. Cover Uh-oh. Put over. What we got? What we got? Inseguri in the corner. Like it. Inseguri in the corner. Now he's posting up at the corner. What's he gonna what's he gonna do here? Eddie Guerrero mentioned here. Oh! It's over. One, two. Oh, he kicked out. I thought it was over, Blake. Well, I was about to say that sign sealed and delivered, but the menagerie has other plans in mind. They got a beautiful frog splash right there. Yeah. Couldn't quite get the cover. And homage to Eddie Guerrero. Oh, didn't he's going prove, up. Didn't prove successful for the victory. It proved successful in pain. Well, you know, wise. if he went to that top rope, he might have would have had it. Well, right now, he might have gotten oh, no. one too many He's times. He's going to catch here, one too many times. This was a mistake. Here we go. Oh, this is going to hurt, Blake. Oh, God almighty. Both men are down. Oh, the semi-truck wreck. Boom. I'm a belly-to-belly -belly suplex from the top rope. The the uh, the ring did not break, and I'm surprised thank at God, that. Thank God. <laughs> that was a big show in Brock. It would have broken if it did in 03. Goodness gracious, what a move, man! From the top rope, the ring held up. Everybody's held up. Both men are trying to get back to the feet, and they have. And both partners are in. Again, the limited use of the arm is hurting the Kingsley side. Pedigree. Savior has saved this matchup for the menagerie. Two and three. 
Wow. Sign. That's over. Seal. And deliver that match for the Menagerie. The Menagerie, big, big picture right there. Corey Savior saved that matchup for the Menagerie. It was hard fought. And a new competitor here really impressed the hell out of us. Yeah, that impressed the hell out of me. It was not enough to stop the tear that the Menagerie is on right now. This is not a doubt, definitely going to launch it up here for the World Tag Team Championship at one point. Oh, yeah. These guys can tell me he's tough top contenders. Great tag match. I got to give it to him. Better off in the face of live fire are not cheering, Blake. It's oxygen mask. I'm telling you what, man. Tremendous athletes and tremendous matches here. You may, you, you, may, you might need one after the awe-inspiring performance we just saw. From not only the Menagerie, but again, from a put-together team, more than likely, that really gave their hearts out in that ring right there. A phenomenal job by the Kingsley tag team right there. Unbelievable. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you have another championship match ahead of us. What we got, man? And Lord, 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 have mercy. Oh my God, this is the match I've been waiting for. Magnum Magnum is in love, war. So, Bill. Here we go. The Amplified Championship is on the line, and I'm gonna go ahead and say these two are gonna beat. These two are gonna cream the holy hot hell out of each other here. I went record two weeks ago on the shootout. I said this could be the match to steal the show. Watch this match right here. If not steal the show, it's definitely gonna be one of the most hard hitting matches of the night. Is this guy drinking in a ring? Yeah. Don't let, don't let his interest fool you. It's part of it. It's part of Magnum, but he can concentrate with the best of them, even, even in an inebriation. Guy, man. Looks a little drunk to me, Blake. And let's face it, he's gonna need to take his game to a new and maximum level facing the new and next level Adrian Davis. You know, in 2003, it was in Morehead City, North Carolina, Josh Magnum got one of the Wrestlers of the Year awards by none other than the immortal Hulk Hogan. You know that? Yeah, I was there. I saw that. That's awesome. Hulk Hogan get him in the award. So this man's had a long, good wrestling career. I know the state of South Carolina. He ruled the Carolinas with Magnum made it. Here he is now in live bar wrestling, going for the Amplified Championship. And his I hope he sobers up. From Savannah, Georgia, here is your Amplified Champion, the Devil's Advocate. Adrian Davis! And you know something, Bill? I was talking to this guy, Adrian Davis, about where he's been and what he's done. And he said wrestling in his hometown. That's right. In Savannah, Georgia, right. for the first time in years has really 
amplified him, giving him, giving him new life, and really giving him more focus and more perseverance and determination to massacre everyone in his path and to keep in possession the Amplified Championship. So when you look at this though, it's going to be a tale of interesting strategies because at the outset, you've got a focused Adrian Davis who, who will not break focus for the life of you. But then, but then, you've got Josh Magnum who in his ways and in his antics can break the focus of Anthony. Adrian Davis, he is so unorthodox that even the most orthodox and focused wrestler may have a tremendously hard time keeping his game at that level and staying focused. Josh Magnum throws you off your game so much. And in the last match he was here with Shug D, Pineapple Pete of AEW, unfortunately he's not with AEW anymore, but... Um, Pineapple Pete of AEW, who's known in the Indies as Shug D, he wrestled him right here. Both high-caliber wrestlers, high-caliber wrestlers, had a more or less a different style of matchup, which entertained the fans most definitely. But it also shows you what kind of a... Mentality of a process that Josh Magnum can throw you off of. I'm going to count you. I know you're Josh Magnum is taking this guy seriously here. Davis is the current champion, amplified champion. He won it back in August. This is definitely going to be Davis' most important title defense of his whole career. Well, right now, I know, I know. I I tell you what, man. Las Vegas odds have already predicted Josh Magnum to win this match from his experience. But I tell you what, man. Davis can't pull off an upset. He is the champion. I mean, Here's he's just got a ton of heart. Man. I tell you, I've been following Davis' career for the last five years. This guy always impresses me every time he steps in the ring. Here's the thing, though. With Magnum, they, they, it only takes one mistake with Magnum, and you're done. Oh, definitely. He has that viciousness to him. He has that mentality to him that says, I'm coming in here. I'm going to defeat you, even though you're getting thrown off by my antics. I, I, I can come in here, defeat you, and kill you in one shot. Man, Davis, watch this one. If you're not on your A game. And it takes one mistake from Davis for that to happen. So my question to you is, Bill. Yes, sir. What's up? Is, do you think Adrian Davis, in this matchup, as focused and intense as he is, do you think he will make that critical mistake in this matchup? Well, I tell you what, Magnum, he, he, he is a master of psychology. Let me, let's just call it like it is. He's been in the ring with the likes of Christopher Daniels and AJ Styles. He's wrestled a lot of all the legends of South Carolina. He's won championships in several promotions here. This man's experience, he is gonna wear, he's going to try to wear Davis's out, set Davis's up, or Davis is going to make a mistake, and Magnum's going to capitalize on it. That's his strategy here right now. I just hope Davis did all of his homework and not fall for it. Oh! Heart oh. chops to the Yeah, you don't want to chop a contest with Magnum. 
Oh, a sucker punch uppercut. Frying pan shots will viscerally inflict pain. Bang! Oh, drag. And he's on top of him. See, right now, at this level, right now, Josh Madden's in full control of the match. He's yeah. going to lean on him. Man, he's going to... me, it just, it just looks like he's just trying to embarrass Adrian Davis here. He's giving him a wrestling lesson right now. Well, he, like I said, this guy's been ring with some of the best guys in the world. This is Davis's opportunity right now to show the world what he's all about. And he's got, he's got to take the fight to Magnum. He's, he's going to win. He's unorthodox, but he's canny. He is absolutely cunning. He knows what he's doing in the ring. And at, at the blink of an eye, this could change hands here. Adrian oh, Davis is a phenomenal wrestler. Yeah. Well, is a phenomenal wrestler, and there, there's another element you got to deal with. It's the quickness of Magnus. But you, you see right now what Davis is doing. This is smart, okay? He's slowing the momentum down. He's rolling out of the ring. It's almost like a timeout in wrestling. There's mm -hmm. no official timeout in wrestling. What you do is you pop out of the ring, you walk around for a little bit, get your head back in the game. You know. Do you think that throws off Magnum at all? It's got to. Definitely slow down the adrenaline just a little bit right now. He, 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 he's smart in doing this, and it also allows, correct me if I'm wrong here, Will, but it also allows Davis to formulate a game plan. Oh! Hey, getting some credit to Davis here. He set Magnum up for that one. Magnum jumped over the top rope, and Davis, boom, with a clothesline. Right, Magnum's head with a clothesline right there from Adrian Davis on hardwood four, nonetheless. That's even double inflicting on the pain scale. And now the champion throws it back in the ring here. And Magnum is in dire straits here. One, two, two. Oh, kick out. two. And you look at it, that's effective enough in the ring, but on hardwood floor, that is. There's no giveaway. Yeah. I mean, dang. <laughs> that is absolutely, on a scale of one to ten, about an eight on the hurt scale. Oh, beautiful suplex. This is what I'm talking about. Davis is taking a fight to him. Boom! Text and this is what he's got to do to win this match. Take the fight to Magnum. Don't let him breathe either, Adrian. Yeah, don't let him if Adrian is best when he stays on top of his opponents and don't let them breathe at all. Because he can chain wrestle. He can fly like he just showed with a senton. He stays on him. And he's three steps ahead in his mind of his opponent at at all times, which is something I, I greatly admire about Adrian. Oh, he's definitely a thinking man's wrestler. But see, Davis right now is proving right now the basic rules to fighting. If a man can't breathe, a man can't fight. So yep. he's cutting the airways right now on Josh Magnum. Well, apparently, Magnum's still trying to suck it up and trying to come up here. Oh. Dragging him down. And Adrian Davis did the last split second thing that he could to keep control of Magnum. As Magnum looking on, looked like he was going to escape the predicament he was in. Oh, Ma I think Magnum's about to hook up. Magnum Magnum's about to hook up. Here we go. Adrian with the, the crowd's getting into it, baby. Hey, you ain't feeling no pain. No, those four. This is what David. Oh yes, he's hooking it up, man. Magnum's hooking up. Oh, those forearms are you. having no effect whatsoever. <laughs> Black. One punch, a second punch. Going to the road, here we go. Big boot. I think he's, he's gonna try to put him away, Blake. Blake drop, oh my God. One, two, 
Whoa, and he kicked out. You can't put away Adrian Davis that easily. That was too that was too easy for Josh. Well, Josh Magnum to put him away. Obviously, Adrian Davis is more powerful than Magnum Mania because Davis kicked out. Two. In this new this What is he doing? Calvin trying to Oh, he's trying to, you know, on the job training here. Yeah. Referee to count one on one. I get it. So Adrian's in this new demented oh, dark mind state, right? Yes, he said something. And and he, he's Whoa, even nice. more vicious than he was in his past with a blue thunder bomb. Two. Very close. Davis came from retaining his title. Davis needs to pay attention to the, the matter, not the referee. Well. Adrian might want to contain himself right now. I mean, it's not the referee's fault. He probably went to Harlem. You know what? I, <laughs> I will say this, all right? Harlem is a good school, but at the same time, I don't think yeah. it, I don't, it may not can handle this heat right now because Adrian just got his back cracked by Josh Magnum. I think Maddox going to go with that 450 splash he's very, very famous for. It was a vertical. He's going for it, fans. Yeah. It was a we can see a change of the title. It was a Get your cameras ready. Yeah. Here we go. It was a vertical breaker into a back oh, breaker. Oh, boy. He just hit his head. Yeah, he's going to. Oh, oh, God damn it. Moved out of the way. Hey, move. Adrian, seven, eight, two, three. He retained the title. I don't believe it. Wow, he did it. We talked about it in the open. What an upset. What an upset. We talked about it in the open. Would Adrian Davis make a critical mistake? In well, this was instance, Magnum. it was Josh Magnum who made the one and done mistake to for Adrian Davis to capitalize and retain the Amplified Championship. Unbelievable. Adrian Davis is still the champion. Unbelievable. Congratulations. I would on record say he would do it. Cold, calculating, heartless, the new level of Adrian Davis will be the Amplified Champion for a long time. A very long time. Here in Live Wire Championship Wrestling. Next time we're a sports bra. Okay. Magnum was defeated by a man who didn't wear a sports bra. Okay. <laughs> And folks, I'm gonna tell you what, Chatter City round number 15 is amped, hyped up, and this will be simulcast with with the shootout hosted by Bill Blanchard, my co-host here tonight. And this has been a hell of a night so far. Mr. It has Bill. been a hell of a night, man. First, you had the referees come out and make a stand, saying we're not gonna take the crap that you've been giving us anymore with attacking us, knocking us down, beating us to hell and back. They're making a stand on it. Then you had reality check for uh, Exotic Youth and J.C. Walker with reality check. George that Magnum, match was please really make your good. Way to the bar to pay your tab. Josh Magnum, please make your way to the bar to pay your tab. Thank you. And now the Menagerie and the, the Kingsley match, tag team match was impressive. Now, all right, and your next match is a singles match with a 15 minute We're gonna head to a match, the final Two match before the main event. From County, Georgia, I'm excited, man. Thinking about it. Here we go. 
Interesting matchup, to say the least. You can tell by you can tell he's gonna be a fighter through and through. Scott Mason is heading to the ring. Now, my question to you. Is this with his opponent a name like Strike Nim? What does that say to you? Say it one more time. Get out of the way. Out hey, of the hang way. on, and let's listen in here. Now let me give you an introduction that a man, that an athlete of my caliber deserves. Coming from Habersham County, Georgia. The greatest county in Georgia. The greatest place on God's green earth. Nestled in the foothills of the Northeast Georgia Mountain. I give to you the man, the myth, the legend, the Haber, Sham, Hero, Scott, Mason. Well, the Habersham hero is definitely a, a, a cocky one, ain't he? Oh, he's cocky, all right. And tonight, I've heard that. Sometimes cocky I, is good. I, yeah, I didn't yeah. want to be okay. here. I did not want to come to this, this hellhole of a place that you call Augusta. I didn't, I didn't want to smell the stench of all of you Augustians. And two seconds down the road, you have government apartments. I am in fear for my life here. I, I had to go hire extra security just to get me to this place. But you know what? That's okay. That's okay. Because I am going to give you the entertainment that you were so starved for. Tonight. Just right now, you are getting your money's worth for a year from this place. You can boo me all you want, but the fact is that I am the greatest man to ever step foot in this very ring. He said he hired extra security. I don't see a damn look at security anywhere. Yeah, I don't, I don't see anything anywhere. He didn't call me to uh, work out here. <laughs> what the? Well, the ham hammer sham hero. Is that broken? You broke it. What? What is that doing? We're fogging, fogging the place up here. I'm the richest man you will ever see, kids. I get. I guess those hammer sham sandwiches and eggs make him cocky. You understand? He's the richest man ever. He relates to the Jason I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it. That's for Dagum, sure. Okay, so the Lethal Toast, Shrek 
Fine. Is he? Holy mercenary! Strike nine. Comes out with a glove on fire and blows it. That is awesome. The Habersham hero. It's bad enough. That is an awesome head. entrance. I gotta see these people. Then I have you coming out here and disrespecting me. What is this? Okay. This is ridiculous. We're supposed I'm to be sick. impartial, I'm right? Look, here's a thing. Can this guy please just shut up and wrestle? No, my good God. <laughs> shut up and wrestle. Wait, wait. He's going to come out here Granted, and he, he is a good heel. He is getting under everybody's skin. He's he getting under my skin. I love heels. He is a phenomenal <laughs> heel. All right. <laughs> so, Strike Nine, or Strike Nine, rather. First time I've seen him in Livewire. That cost of the bill. Here we go. Let's see what Strike Nine has. Oh, walking oh, out with Good Night, and that's a power. <laughs> that's a one shot. He knocked him out of the ring. Yeah, that's a knockout power punch. If I've ever seen one, just knocked him straight out to the floor. Woo! Hard uppercut shot to Mason. Strike Nine's like, you're no king. You're no king to me. Ooh, just pelts. Pelts Mason with a hard shot. Mason's trying to find some ground to breathe on, but to no avail, it's Strike Nine is staying right on top of him. Oh, this is unbelievable, man. <laughs> Strike Nine, to my knowledge, is his first appearance here in Livewire. And he's what visceral, a man. What a debut, man. I just saw him on this video was still going. And now, strike nine has a water bottle. Oh, dear Lord. Dear God. He's just forcing water down his pipes. For real. Cleaning his pipes out. Strike nine is cleaning Mason's pipes out. I mean, with 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 all the stuff he was spewing earlier, I mean, it, it, he thinks he does need it clean. Nice snap, Mirror. Yo, Blake, without his fire going, let's stick up all the oxygen, man. We'll be all suffocating and die. <laughs> oh, I thought it was heat when he. Yeah, man. Folks, we still have a steel cage. Damn it. You thought, you thought that fire was really good. We still have a steel cage match that'll oh bring fire. Oh, what else is going to happen? We still got the cage match next. Yep. What the sin is this guy doing? He looks like my three year old <laughs> just bouncing on his knee. Well. Oh. Strike nine stepping on the hand mercilessly Damn, stepping on the hand. Hey, this chap nine is some kind of dangerous fighter, man. I love him. Well, you gotta give Scott Mason some credit here. He is taking some serious pain-riching ailments here. Like stomping well, yeah, on the hand. Yeah, he's not enough to wrestle. He's getting his butt kicked. Now Scott Mason running from his life, looks like. The Habersham hero 
is trying to run away, but Streck 9 is not allowing any second of it. German possibly? Oh! You see where his head bounced off the mat? German God, suplex. got him good. German suplex right off the canvas is Streck 9. I think we're going to see another one, Blake. Here we go. How many are we going to see? It's a second. Second one down. Will he get a third? No, he's going Over for the, the cover. One, two. Scott Mason kicked out. Scott might want to see if he can catch a break oh, here. Oh, he's going to try to break a finger. Oh, he's pulling the Richard fingers back right now. You see this with Pentagon all the time in all elite wrestling. He's trying to separate those fingers. God almighty. Tell me that's not painful, Blake. I really didn't see this match going the way it's going, but it's been all straight down here. He came out fire blazing. And Scott Mason been running from his life and started the bell. Well, the Ham Hambersham hero is is getting his keister kicked right now. Tried to go with a boot to the face, but got a rope in the uh, nether regions for his efforts there. Scott Mason now firing back with a chop, trying to capitalize a straight mistake. Oh, Ooh, good elbow to the back of the neck. Rain I always punch him in the face. Yeah, raining down those shots like nobody's business. Can he stay on top of him, though? Ground and pound, he's trying to Because strike nine strikes me as a character that's not going to stay down for long. Well, this match is definitely turning around. Mason Scott here is now in charge. He's not going to stay down for long, so he's, Mason's got to stay on him right here. You know, I'm not trying to take nothing away from this match, but Blake, I'm going to put you in a spot right now. Coming up soon is the main event, the steel cage match. Cage mm -hmm. match of the century could be for a lot of wrestling. Jeremy Cruz and Matt Sills, what do you think they're thinking right now? The butterflies have really got to be stitching in right now, in my opinion. Well, Matt Sells can reflect on who he's faced. Because remember, he's he's been on AEW Dark. He's been facing top-tier talent in AEW. And he can draw from that experience here and use that as fuel to think about what he's going to do here. Experience to figure out a game plan against the technician known as Jeremy Cruz. And don't forget, Jeremy Cruz still has his posse, even though it's a steel cage. Don't think his posse can't come out and affect the match. And not only that, remember, the X factor in this is Billy, who has been stunned by Matt, who has been attacked relentlessly by the posse and Jeremy Cruz, it is going to be hell unleashed. My question to you. What's that? Are we going to see a bloodbath? Oh, of course you're going to see a bloodbath. I mean, when you're wrestling in the cage, when you get your face tossed in the cage, number one, it can cut you. Yeah. Very, very easily. Right. I mean, have you ever seen a cage match where there wasn't blood? Mm -hmm. The exception of the WWE's blue steel bars. That's why we got a fence of a cage. Old school type of cage matches. The you know, match where even Superfly Jimmy Snuka had bled. You know, so my, my, you know, I, my thing is also with Matt Sells, you mentioned about the fact he's in AEW, you know, competing down there. Why risk his career by accepting to do a steel cage match? Cage matches, not only shortened careers, have ended careers. If you're a referee, I mean, Bill Johnson got himself this. 
Referee Tim White was in a cage match with Triple Six and Chris Jericho. Mm -hmm. And that, that match was so brutal, the referee never refed again. Yeah. He got hurt in that match. Yep. Anything's going to happen. So, yes, hell is going to be unleashed. Yes, it's going to be a bloodbath. I mean, my God. You know. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I one tell you of what, the man, I hope Doctor's Hospital, MCG, University Hospital, is not too booked up tonight because someone's going to the hospital. One of the only few times hell will legitimately be unleashed here in Augusta, Georgia, in terms of wrestling, in a wrestling confines of a steel cage, and that is to come later. But right now, Scott Mason, who had a side headlock choke on Strike Nine, is getting battered with shots to the. Head and a headbutt right now, and he is on straw-like legs. Well, I'll tell you what, Strike Nine, got, they, they've been going toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Oh, like, Mace is trying to leave the ring, my kid. He's kind of smart to think about it. Oh, he set him up. He set him up, Blake. He jumped right down, poured his throw on that top rope. Smart strategy there, luring him in and doing damage to create space, but... It didn't work! Kick they got a stunner right out of it. Stunner stuns the hell out of Mason, and now Mason's trying to find some way to just get back on his feet and create some breath for him to maybe stay in this matchup. He is on thin ice right now. Just look at him wobbling around look at there. Man. Here we go. Strike there. Good night. One, two, two and three. three. Ring the bell. It's over. The fire was just too hot for Mason, man. Strike nine took him down. Man, Mason's holding his ribs. That spear had to crack a couple of ribs, man. The impact of that was boom! Really knocked all the wind out of him. Not only the initial contact, but driving him down into the mat with that spear. That definitely cracked some ribs. Out of doubt, Strike nine's your winner. He earned that victory, too. He earned it, and it's an impressive victory. Now, let me ask you this question. Yeah. If you're strike nine, are you focusing on the live bar heavyweight championship? Are you focused on Matt Sales or Jeremy Cruz? With a victory like that, could it easily make this man the number one contender? I think that is in a future site, but that's going to be in the back of your mind. Right now, mind. right now, you're not focused on that. You're focused on just making an impact here. You're focused on showing these people what you are made of, and you're also focused on small incremental goals that you can build up, build yourself up to one day challenge for the Live Bar Heavyweight Championship. Because let's put it this way, if he ever meets Jeremy Cruz, it's just not going to... What? Yeah. So, it's... it's uh, Ladies and gentlemen, your main event is next. We are about to erect the steel cage for Matt Dex Sales versus Jeremy Cruz in a steel cage for the Livewire title. Well, here we go. Our ring technicians are walking up here. They're getting the fence. They're so, getting the cage. Bill. Yeah, man. Bill. One second here, boss man. So, Bill, while they're getting this cage set up. Right, boss man.
What kind? I'm sitting right now. We're getting the cable. They're getting the steel cage now set up. Blake, right now, I'm kind of recording this real quick. I gotta tell you, man, this is this is exciting as it gets. We can feel electricity here, my friend. Well, here's the thing. You've got two people in Jeremy Cruz and Matt Sells who literally want to kill each other. So from that despisement there, a question to you is, are we really ready? Are we really ready for the hell we're about to witness here? I don't know if we're ready, man, but we gotta be ready, though. We gotta call the ashes that we see afoot. Jeremy Curtis' biggest championship match ever. Biggest title defense ever inside a steel cage match. The first one ever in live wire wrestling history. And it's this show has been built around this match. My question to you. My question to you. Is it really gonna be the final encounter? You know, only time will tell, but I will tell you this. Steel's cage matches were designed to end a few. They were designed to end careers. It, it was all designed for this. So, yes, I do believe this could be the final encounter. That's why we're all here, man. These guys are selling waivers. I, I, I mean, they're going to put it all in the line in this kind of match. Everyone's out here help here trying to get this cage up and everything. And I'm proud to be part of it. I'm proud to be part of wrestling history, man. We're set to go. The final encounter, Jimmy Cruz defends his championship against Matt Sills. It's the first time in years here in the CSRA this type of hell will be unleashed here. And I, 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 I don't know about you, Bill, but I'm getting goosebumps just looking at this. I'm getting goosebumps, my man. I can't wait for it to happen. Two men going toe-to-toe, -to -toe ready to... to, to beat the piss out of each other first of all for real ready to bludgeon each other up and like like we said earlier these two really want to kill each other and 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 a, a few a few like this as i want to bring legion here for a second too and and legion has, has been the ring announcer for for live war for a long time about a year now yeah about a year now so Again, are we really prepared for what we are about to see here? No, we're not. I, 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 with everything at stake, because remember, the owner has been stunned by Matt. He has been attacked relentlessly and ruthlessly by Jeremy Cruz and the posse. Yes, he has. That, uh, that is pretty queer the tag team and a couple of other other guys in there so let's set the stage one last time what you were about to hear is something that does not come around here in the CSRA area too often at all because this has only been about the Four steel cage match that I'm aware of that has ever been around here in the December to remember you had two with WWE and yeah four. So the the fourth one ever in here in Augusta that I've ever. I mean back in the 80s I know, I know we here. had cage matches at the Bell Auditorium with the American Dreamer and Dusty Rhodes and 
you know, even Rick, Rick Flair and Wildfire Tommy yeah. Rich. You know, we've had some cage matches back then, but on this type of level, since the wrestling boom started with indie wrestling here in 2003, there's not been many, many cage matches. The only one that happened about five, six years ago between Chris Wiggins and the Fireman. We all know was refereeing the WWE. You know, and, and, yeah, and yes, in 2006, we did have December, December to December, but this right here, old school classic steel cage matchup is for the live bar heavyweight championship of the world, man. We're set to go. Flatline. Yes. Viral. Yes. Viral Pro Wrestling and now Livewire have all had steel cage matches before. It is very rare here in the CSRA area. Yes, it is. Very rare. What you guys are about to witness will be hell. It will be a trick, but damn it, if it sure ain't going to be a treat. Yes, it is. All the way through, because we, we will probably see something and you guys may hear it with a passion within our voices that we won't ever forget. I know I'm never going to forget it. It's probably my first time broadcasting a still cage match. This is history for me, too. You know, um, I'll tell you what, man. You're this close to the fence. I mean, I remember one of the first cage matches I ever saw. You know, Super Fudge and Mr. and Bob Backman. Mm -hmm. You know, Sticker come on top of the cage yep. and jump and try to crush Bobby. Bobby, of course, rolled out of the ring. Mm -hmm. now, I remember a time when you took out Don Morocco. You know, he actually connected with that splash yeah. from the top of the cage. That was revolutionary. Never been done before. You know, and guys, so many times to try to, you know, do their own kind of crazy stuff. I mean, my question to you is, what kind of brutality are we going to see? Now, you remember Starcade 87, Ric Flair, Ronnie Garvin. As brutal chops took place in that match, when you got Ronnie Garvin rubbing Flair's head in the face. Because you know when Cruz is going to grab Matt Sale's head, push it on the fence, forehead first, and just like a cheese grater, rubbing a cheese in a cheese grater. That's going to split your skull right open. And I would be surprised if you see Jeremy Cruz gets up against the rope with the back of his head, right? With the fence, and just smashing the back of his head well, let's, up against let's, the fence. Let's think about Come this. Come on. Let's think about this. We've seen flapjacks in the cage. Yes, we have. We've seen power bombs in the cage. Yes, we have. I've seen a small package pile driver done in a freaking cage. Yes. So anything can happen, right? But I think I think I think right now what we gotta discuss is um the rules. Now is it gonna be a traditional cage match where you know you have to escape the cage in order to win, or will pitfall still take place in this cage match? Because obviously the way the roof is designed here, I seriously doubt you're gonna be able to climb over it. Some guys might try. I don't know. I, I, of course, you go through the dude, door. I, I don't. I don't even think if you're Magnum, you can escape over the cage at, the, at this point. The 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 way the, the as low as the roof is now. I really don't think Jeremy Cruz can. But. No. So you what you what you may see because that's that limitation. You might not see as many high flying stuff here because of the way the roof sits here. Um, you probably will see escapes through the door. Probably. You still, right. You still have, to my knowledge, pinfalls. Submissions. Hell, you even have hardcore elements to like this bastard here. I was getting ready to bring him in. We got yeah. Drew Prey, guys. James Houston, who competed yeah. earlier tonight. Here's the guys. I will put you on the spot, man. We got a big cage match coming up here, man. Any yeah. thoughts what you got in this match, man? Personally, if I was Jeremy Cruz, I'd be scared crapless right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matt Sells is angry. Yeah. And the last thing I would want to be want to be done right now is locked inside a cage. 
with Matt Sells as hot as he is after what happened at the last show. Oh, damn right. Jeremy Cruz completely screwed him over. And if I was Matt Sells, I would be out for blood personally. And we clarified that. I love this guy to death. That was an affectionate introduction of, of what of, of, of uh, James Houston. But you've been in these you've been in hardcore situations that may not be exactly like this, but have similar implications to this style of a matchup. So any insight as to what the strategy here is with this? Well, if you incapacitate him, he can't escape. Yeah. You take a man's legs out, he can't escape. You take his legs out, he can't fight back. Yeah. So if I, w- I would either go for a quick knockout, surprise pin, or just beat the living crap out of him to where he can't get away from you. Now, do you think at all that we will see any weapons involved in the, in the cage match? We got a cage with, itself. With Jeremy Cruz involved, nothing is out of the question. Did anybody look under the ring? Make sure nobody's <laughs> under the ring. I didn't see anything. You, you might have put something there. <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> not tonight. Dude, I, y'all, I have seen Mr. Houston come out with the Rumble Rouser. Put damn kendo sticks, trash can lids, everything under the sun, under the ring. So, if not him, Cruz is definitely the type of guy that might try something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, we will, we will right definitely right see. Now, right now, Cruz thinks he's got it in the bag. Yeah. But in, in this match, there is no champion advantage. Right. So, Like last time, yeah. he kicked the ref in the dick. Yeah. He kicked the dick. Yeah. Be honest, he kicked yeah. the ref in the dick. Okay, exactly. So I can't say dick, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. you can say dick. Okay. okay, so so question here is with Matt having all elite wrestling experience behind him, we covered it numerous times that he's been on dark. Does that pay did that experience pay tribute to him in any way in gaining a victory here? When you're in a cage, any yes. experience, anything is out the window. You're literally fighting for your life. You well, have one objective: do not lose. Yeah. I also I know that I know that I see the re- reinforcing the cage here and everything else, but you know, someone like Jeremy Cruz is gonna have 10 or 15, 20 tricks up his sleeve. Yeah. If I was Jeremy Cruz, I would be sticking in handcuffs. If I could handcuff sales to that cage, beat the living crap out of him, then escape with for my title. But here we go. Here we go. James, can you stay on commentary with us for this match? Shoot you up. All right, let's here we go. In the steel cage match for the live wire championship. Introducing first from Matlanta, Georgia, weighing at 206 pounds, the Boozerweight, the Rock and Roll model, Matt Six Cell. We've covered it numerous times here, gentlemen. That Matt, that Matt Six has had. All elite wrestling experience, but you hit something on the on the head of the commercial while they were setting this up. Talking about, and we've got James Houston here with us, that you don't think that experience may have an impact on him whatsoever because as 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 you put it, that experience is no and void because you're 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 basically fighting for your own life. Yeah. You're in a cage, so unless you've got cage match experience, what if, what experience is gonna help you? 
right now, Manasseus is looking at the cage. He is looking it over. You can see a little bit of intimidation. It was just for a moment when he first saw the cage. Like reality is actually hitting him. But now he's getting fired up. The crowd is getting into it right now. He knows this is the match of his life coming up. Another thing. His ring persona now right, is right. the boozer weight. He loves to drink a lot. So in a drunken state, do you think that might help him out here? Yeah, you're not going to feel getting your ass kicked. No. <laughs> <laughs> so for... Who's to say that's not a strategy? Make everybody think he's drunk and a wicked. I mean, well, you'll the, be the, only problem, in the only problem I can see with coming to the ring after drinking, yeah. your blood's a little thinner. Yeah. You, yeah. Get, you get a cut, you're going to bleed like hell. You, the more blood you lose, the less energy you got. So That could be bad. Is there, is there a point in this cage match, and, and this goes to both of you guys, that, that you think it's the sharpest part of the cage that these guys can utilize. Personally, I would try to slam through his head in the door. Okay. Let's think about it. It took Rick out when they I did it to Rick. I was going to yeah. say, yeah, Kurt handed that to Rick and smashed open his if skull. If I'm not mistaken, uh, didn't uh, Taker do it to Sean yeah. in Hell in a Cell? Oh, yes, he took did. Took Sean out. Yes, he did. If I'm not mistaken, I believe it happened to Brett at one point. I know Bobby the Brain did the Warrior. Yep. Warrior and Rude, SummerSlam 90. Okay, what the shit is this? That's what I'm trying to say here. Ryan Reigns. Okay, now, now if I was mad, now I would be wondering, okay, what the hell is this? Because quite frankly, can you really trust Ryan Reigns? That's the question. And y'all, I've, I've heard some rumors that, uh, an old boss of ours is uh, making an appearance tonight. Unreal, unreal. You know, Christian Fury once called this man the Bill Watts of wrestling. <laughs> you know. An old boss I've been fired so many times. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't been fired from here tonight, but yet tonight is yours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anything can still happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, me and Blake were talking about it earlier. Yeah. It was the cage match Chris Jericho and Triple H for Tim White was ripped. Tim White got hurt in the cage match. He never ripped again. You know, Ryan Reigns put his career in the line. Look at this shit right here. I see it. I mean, if it, if I was Matt Sells, I would knock out the ref <laughs> and then knock out uh, Cruz. Counts with, uh, count with the knockdown the ref saying. Ref count of one, two, three. Well, you do you do have a secondary ref on the outside here. So anything can happen. And you you brought, you brought here up the angels the earlier. Yeah. If, if you uh, beat the living brakes off of him and he can't handcuff you, could you then handcuff Cruz? But if you handcuff him to the ropes, how are you going to hit him? Beyond bandana. Exactly. Well, I, I, I guess if you pin him up against the cage and lay across him, that still counts because you can't lift your shoulders up. Right? But your shoulders have got to be down. Shoulders have got to be down. But if Quite frankly, but if what I would do. If they're against the cage, aren't they down? No, no, that won't work. Okay. What I would do if handcuffs came into play, I would handcuff Cruz, beat the shit out of him like Rock did by Mankind. Yeah. Exactly. Knock him out, he can't kick out. Can't kick out. 
As you can see right now with Jeremy coming out, it, it's not facing him at all. It's actually amping Jeremy Cruz up a notch. Actually, to me, Jeremy Cruz looked like a scared, bald-headed bitch. Well, I'll tell you what, man. He I'll said Matt's ready to fight. Yeah. 365 days ago, Jeremy Cruz once said in 2020, this could be his last year in wrestling. This could be his last match. And Matt Sales might make it happen tonight in this cage match. Guys, Here we go. remember, he has a posse behind him that are kind of his lackeys in all of this that have attacked Billy numerous times alongside getting stunned by the guy he's talking to right now and Matt Sells. Is there any reason or rationality here for there to be some dirty business going on or collusion in this matchup at all? Well, granted, champ's getting no love tonight. Yeah, because he's. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I got nothing. I, I tell you what. And, man. And, and like, and like, the reason I ask that is because you, you look back to the history of things. Earl Hebner has been notoriously, has been a notorious ref for playing kind of a referee bad guy, if you will, having his hand hey. not calling it down the middle sometimes. Hey. What about that stupid referee in the Hell in the Cell years ago which you had right back and punk? Oh, I was at that show. Was I was at that wow. show in Atlanta. So I was wow. like, what I was, the, <laughs> I was like, what the <laughs> hell is going on here? You know? The, but the, the one good thing I will say about Cruz tonight is he yeah. is showing love to our uh, fallen brother Bam with the uh, with the pink. Yes, he is. Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. He is. Yes, he is. God bless absolutely. Bam, man. Mike Jones, Mike Marchero. And here we go, the bell is sounding, man. History's in the making, guys. So again. Now Cruz got nowhere to go, nowhere to run. Cruz got set. Matt hammering some shots into the kisser of Cruz. That's the great Tallahassee would say. Yeah. <laughs> a, knee, a knee stops that by Cruz. And now he is just wailing in some shots on the kisser of Matt Sells. Irish whip there. Oh, look that's press, baby. Taking it back old school with that fast press. Fast press. Matt comes back. Pin attempt here. I think the one thing Matt Sells is going to have in advance is Brian Rain did not go to Harlem. So he might be able to count to three tonight. Might, might be able to. <laughs> we mentioned the cage. Well, it's the first attempt of the cage trying to be to me, pressed to me, that's use. a little early. Okay. You need to wear him down a little bit before you try to throw him into the cage. That is true. Because right now, both combatants are fresh out, yeah. out of this matchup. Right, right now, if I was Matt Sells, I'd dick kick him and then throw him into the cage. Yeah. I know, right? Oh, what a kidney well, shot right and, there. And that goes to the mindset no. of, of, of doing it like, like your mind's concentrating on where you just got kicked and you're not thinking about going to throw you into the cage. Yep. It's a perfect surprise attack. Mm -hmm. So Matt now... Oh dear lord. Well, there's your show and flares for the what evening. What the is that called oh. the donkey show? <laughs> it might possibly could be. <laughs> if you're a curse, do you kick out? The donkey stomp. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jeremy uh, got a fresh haircut for this match. Mm hmm. And I also think he just got tea bags. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bit early, Matt. Bit early, Matt. Elbow to the mush of Jeremy Cruz right now. Knocks him back a little bit. Clothesline 
Both go for it, but Matt gets leverage on it. like a modified clothesline combined with a takedown. Yep, short arm, almost like an STFU. Yep. Almost like, or an STF, basically. But the way but the way Cruz was going at it looked kind of like a double clothesline, but then he catches him with the STF. That one had some stink on it. Yeah, that elbow. There we go. Nice. Nice jumping back cutter there from Matt Sells off the second rope here in the cage. Trying to side headlock takeover. Side headlock takeover only got a two count out of it, and now Matt is looking to toy with Jeremy a little bit, trying to crucify him for all the sins he's committed against, against Matt Sells here. We're going to cage, here we go! Oh, Chris takes the cage! First shot into the cage. Is it gonna bleed? Ramming, ramming his face mercilessly into the steel cage. Matt is working into an absolute frenzy right now. But if I was Matt, I would be all over Cruz taking advantage of it. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little much, a little too a little much, much show Brody, yeah, yeah, to me. But Matt looks pissed. And he has every right I think to the be. longer this match goes, the more pissed off Matt Sus is going to get. He's going to take it out on Cruz. I mean, he's been attacked. Did, did we? Did, did I believe Matt has drawn first blood? Yeah. Let's find out. Cruz just gets sent down to the mat after. Now my question is, will Ryan Reigns do what Joe Frazier did back in 84, stop the match because it's such a blood loss in a championship In match. a match I like this, with that major implications, no. I'm going to kick him in the face. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I, with this much implication and uh, with this much animosity here, if he doesn't build Alfonso, he'd be, he'd be kicked out of this company. That's for damn sure. I don't care if he is the boss. As was mentioned before, Jeremy Cruz is now the first one to oh. extract some blood now, here in the match. There was the dick kick. Yes. It, it did its job with garnering space. And, and, so. and look at the ref. He's just like, whatever. Yeah, you can't do anything about it. Yep. can't disqualify anybody because we're inside of a hellacious steel cage with Jeremy Cruz blood on his head now. Does that motivate Cruz at all? Probably. Or does but it... Also, we gotta take the blood loss into effect. I was about to ask you, does it tire him out quicker? It will. Because remember, Samoa Joe gets blood. He's all fired up. He, he can I still go. I was just about to say that. So you know, some guys now, when they get their first sight of blood, their mind tends to go mad oh yeah. and go crazy and go berserk. Right. Will Jeremy Curse go mad and go berserk? But Man, Curse is bleeding. To that first point. five minutes of the cage match, Curse is busted open. Unbelievable. Matt Sells is hurting too. Both guys are hurting in this match. What you expect was going to happen to cage match? Yeah, Matt, Matt Sells yeah, was, was wanting out. The ref to shut the damn door. Yeah, he was wanting out, but Jeremy's like, not on my watch. He just pulls him with a shot to the mush. Like, you, you want to you be met with some ferocity? Take one of those shots. He hits like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so in other words, I, if you had hit and we got yeah. down by now. I was about to say, I don't think anybody can withstand your punch. Oh, I told everybody for the last out. 10 years, don't want his heart in James East. Yeah. From personal experience, I love her. I mean, I punched a guy yeah. and broke my damn hand. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, 
Matt Sell's face might be broken here, guys, because he just took a serious shot in the cage. Yes, he did. And so far, it's been in the running variety of the Irish whip variety. It's been no suplexes or no power bombs or anything into the cage. It's just been direct running shots. Well, you knew the cage was going to be taking effect. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That broke his body right there. He's cut up definitely for sure. Yeah. That might leave a mark. Yeah. Especially crashing down, getting different different parts of the bat emaciated open like that. And there goes Cruz being a dick again. Yep. What did I tell you, Blake? Yep. Ramming he's going to get him right the there, smashing his head back in the fence. And that's what Cruz has got to do to win. So does Matt Sells even know even know, even know, know where he is right now? Does Matt Sells ever know where he really is? <laughs> <laughs> that's questionable. Now, Cruz just got hit right in the mommy-daddy button. Yeah. Now, like I said earlier, once the man tastes his own blood, that's going to make him go mad. That, that was a that very was, nice, you asshole. No, that, <laughs> was, was that was just a smidge north of the nether region there. He might have kept, he might have caught the head of it. <laughs> yes, he did. Well, it may, maybe it was small. This curve's going now. Got him up. Oh, this is going to hurt. Fireman carry steamroller. I haven't seen Cruz pull that out in a while. What? Oh! Sometimes splash. Golly. Go ahead and say it, Matt. You want to say, God damn it. Yeah. All his weight comes crashing down on the sternum of Matt Sells, and that that could crush larynxes, that can crush words, that can break everything in the midsection. Well, as much beer as he's drinking, Matt Ralph. Yeah, could be. Could definitely be. I got to tell you what, man. If you want me to see it, look at Cruz's face. Like Jason Voorhees from part three, when a mask came off, yeah. that doesn't look, doesn't look like it. Yeah. Do not ever insult Jason Voorhees <laughs> like that again. Kick <laughs> okay, to the midsection, oh! followed by a stunner. His own version of a stunner. Now, that was a dick move. That was yeah. a dick move. Especially when he's down and out, you do it again, you stand no chance. Here we go, go over to cover. One, two. two. Very slow count by Ryan Rain there. What's up with that? Somehow, though, Matt gets his shoulder up, the resilience. Well, I mean, and Ryan Reigns defense he up and down. I bet it's real fatigue and, and, and so slow. The referee just told Cruz, uno, uno, for you Spanish listeners. Yeah. That means two. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe he didn't get his B8 today. I don't know. If escape is possible. What do y'all think? It's bloody. a good match That's so bloody, far. Buddy. It's a bloody match as I'll get out, but it's it's a great match so far. Now he made a mistake, but no, he didn't. Maybe not. Let Backwards say, kick coming up. Oh! oh! Knee to the kisser, and that does it for Cruz. The knee! Neck breaker. Neck breaker combo. Classic now, Matt Sexos. Matt Sexos. He's getting fired up. Maybe listening to him between the bear and the mirror. Barrel or some a band like that. Get the crowd's really getting into this one. Here we go. Bang! Oh! Here we get new champion. One, two, three. Oh! So 
Of course, we're new champions. Yeah, I mean, the bullseye. That was uno, uno again, people. Yep. I mean, the bullseye definitely connected with the stunner right there on Jeremy Cruz. And you couldn't have hit that any more prettier than he did. But it's going to take a hell of a lot more to... to Matt just said, open the damn door. To keep Jeremy Cruz down. Here we go. If he escapes the cage, we have a new champion. He's trying to get out. But he's placating too much to the Wait fans. Oh, the double birdie. The old Vince McMahon double bird trick. He's, he's, Will Matt come back in? He's saying he's number two there. Yep, James. Uno, Uno again. Quite frankly, I would kick his effing face off right now. Yeah. Jerry Curry says you're a coward if you leave. Whoa! Oh, He's attacking the road! Into the steel cage! I didn't see that shit coming! And there went his damn face. <laughs> oh! Stun gun again oh, with the stunner! Running clothesline, not Jeremy Cruz on his back! And Ryan Rain is down, but he can't cover! Second rep! Second rep! Second rep! One! Two! Three! Oh, we got a new champion, I don't the believe it! And new champion, Unbelievable! The controversy comes... And the boss is bleeding again. The boss is bleeding, but controversy comes into play because I don't think the ref who's down yes. knows the count was made. Unbelievable. So, the ref came in. He attacked. He attacked the ref, but the ref is that legal? That's what I'm saying. It's no EQ, but there's controversy surrounding this. So it boils back to the question before: Is it really the final encounter? Because I highly doubt. It may be for Cruz, but I highly doubt for Ryan Reigns. For the ref who just got knocked knocked down and busted open. And for Matt, it's done. I highly doubt it. Hey. Ref made a kill. Yeah. yeah. Under tremendous controversy, but that said, Sills is your live wire champion, ladies and gentlemen. Cruz effed himself over with his own ego. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, he did. He's been all around the world, ladies and gentlemen, all elite wrestling. To many independent shows around the world, and Livewire he calls home for the next year. Well, will 2021 bring that a Matt Sells is the new heavyweight champion? I mean, unreal. The former champ, Jamie Curtis, is still down. Because he's a bitch. He went down like one. Ryan Reigns is still hurt. He's bleeding profusely. Somebody get Matt Sells a beer. Please. Wow, look at Matt Sales holding that bell, holding it over, cruising on Ryan Reigns. Because he's like, is that all you got? Please tell me that's not all you got. There you have it. Matt Sales is your new world heavyweight champion. I better not insult, insult Ryan Reigns too much. I might get fired. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that'd be a trick or a treat. Yeah. Well, i tell you what, we've got blood, we've got carnage. It was everything you anticipated in a steel cage match. Well, I mean, we did, yeah, we did see Hell Unleashed with the cage being implemented several times. And you want to talk about, we mentioned it earlier. And didn't I say the referee was going to be hurt? Mike, he wanted to put a damn mic. 
Give him a bear and give him a mic. Here we go. Now, folks, let's listen in because Matt's about to communicate a message for us. I think that can be my first official edict. As your new reigning and defending live wire champion. There's your El Champion. Mm-hmm. And look, I know it's been a long night. It's been a good night. It's been a long night, so I'm not going to do one of those long-winded... One, uh, who am I kidding? I'm probably going to do that. You know me. Look, we can't sweep it under the rug and pretend that 2020 has been all rainbows and sunshines, right? Yeah. 2020's kind of sucked for anyone and everyone. No, not kind of. Alright, it's really sucked. And that's why... Assholes and elbows. I... <laughs> Amazing as it is, I'm almost at a loss for words. When you forget about all the crap that's gone on for the last 10 plus months, and you come here and you spend your hard-earned money on a ticket, you spend your hard-earned money on Matt Sells merchandise to have a good time on a Saturday night. Did we have a good time on a Saturday night? Yeah! Well, when I get a burger and a milkshake. Yeah, we're right. <laughs> good. Because I had a good time on a Saturday night. I don't think Jeremy Cruz had a good time on a Saturday night. I'm getting, I'm getting cooked out. I'm about to say cook out. Here we go. Ryan Rain <laughs> didn't have a good job, good time, did a good job on a Saturday night. But I had a very good time on a Saturday night. What do you say we continue to do this, huh? What do you say every time Livewire Pro Wrestling is here in Augusta, Georgia, you tell a friend, and you tell a friend, and you tell a friend about how Matt Sex Sells, the rock and roll model, the boozer weight, is the reigning and defending Livewire Champion! You think you can do that for me? You think next Livewire show we can pack this house to the rafters? so too because I can't wait to see my friends and my family because you are my family now I cannot wait to see each and every one of you back here for live our press do we have a date Lee? oh January 2nd January 2nd that means the next time we're in here this dreadful 2020 is over and we're gonna start fresh and anew with a new green Champion, and my question is now in 2021, January 2nd, 
What will be his first tower defense? He, he's, he's got, he's got a, a hell of a lot of challengers, but we know one who is not going to be on that list. You would think is Jeremy Cruz. Yeah. You would think that Jeremy Cruz has a rematch clause in his contract. Well, but that is brain, I'm sure he yeah, does. Yeah, that is true. That is true. But it is Jeremy Cruz. He has no brain. Well, good point. Well, he's the type though that would ma ma manipulate it into his contract, even if he didn't. Yeah, he is a whiny bitch. Yeah. So we'll see. But ladies and gentlemen, it has been a raucous and hell of a night here for Livewire Championship Wrestling. The shootout, Shatter City, combining on a raucous night here in professional wrestling in the Army in Augusta, Georgia. We thank our guest, James Houston, who put on a heck of a match tonight as well. We're opening this out with commentary for the main event. See you guys for the next episode of the shootout. Which will be hopefully Monday morning. I can't wait, man. It's Survivor Payne Blanchard and Blake Collins, man. Yes, sir. We're gonna talk about anything and everything, man. I can't wait. And then round number 16 will be out in a couple in a couple of weeks. Round number 15. We'll be out in a couple of weeks, and we will see what we can do for round number 16. But until then, have a blessed rest of your night driving home. Have a great night. Thank you for tuning in to a new, rejuvenated, and brand new way of bringing in the shootout and Chatter City together for the first time in this venture to help out Live Wire Championship Wrestling. We thank you. We hope you have a safe drive home. Have a blessed rest of your night, and thank you so much for tuning in. Hoorah.